folks, we're back with the last ever Cup Snake game happening on February 15th at the XL Energy Center when the Minnesota Wild take on the Colorado Avalanche. So you do not want to miss out on this event because this is, as of right now, the last Cup Snake ever that we're ever doing. You do not want to miss out on this one. We're going to be doing in the concourse. It's going to be fucking awesome. So you're going to want to get your tickets. If you go to all of our socials, you should see a post that with the link to the tickets, it's in our Instagram bio at 10K Takes. If you go to our Twitter, it's on our pinned tweet on that post. You can go to that link, buy your tickets now for Wednesday, February 15th. We are doing the last Cup Snake ever. And if you've been a part of them, you get it. You know how fun it can be. But obviously, if you've never been a part of one before and you've seen them in our previous videos, previous content, and you felt like you've missed out, well, you need to get your tickets now because you do not want to miss this. This is the last Cup Snake ever. Get your tickets now. It's going to be a blast. Also, one last point. This game is a national broadcast. TNT mm-hmm. will be broadcasting the game. Biz and company, I think, will be in the studio. We're, we're, we're not promising anything, but we're working with our connections at the Wild to try to get a TNT camera up there and uh, try to get on ESPN again. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by Steffi Small. She's a gambling host and does content at Champions Round. She's a Giants fan. She's friends with PA. All around great time interview. We're going to go into our bits of the week, as always, and end the show with something a little controversial, drafting the best NHL jerseys of all time. So all that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. All right, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Bossman, joined by Wags virtually. We got producer Cam, journalist Jake, and the final cup snake is on. The big announcement is here. We're doing one last cup snake. For everyone wondering why, it's not because of a bad reason. It's just, you know, all good things got to come to an end. We got to move on to bigger and better things eventually. And uh, what a better way to close it out with our friends at the Minnesota Wild, going for Minnesota Wild Cup Snake Round 2. February 15th, link is in our pinned tweet if you follow us on Twitter. Otherwise, on Instagram and TikTok, it will be in our bio. But uh, what do you guys think about the last snake? It's the last fucking dance. It's going to be the biggest and best snake ever, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping we can just break all records that we previously done. I think our biggest cup snake happened at the Wild Game, you know, back in November of 2021, which sounds crazy now. That was over a year ago. So hopefully we can garner even more attention than we did that one. And and on national TV as well. Mm-hmm. So, I want, like mm-hmm. the TNT crew talking about this in like this. I want them talking about it like post game. It's a late night sick. game. So. Yeah. You know, late night television, they, they, they get a little raunchier at night yeah. because, you know, the, the kids drop off and it's kind of just the adults watching the broadcast. So it might be it might go hand in hand perfectly with the uh, with the TNT broadcast. And it's practically a rivalry game, too. Yeah. So we play the Avalanche, right? Yeah. Before la- the last time around, we played we just played the Coyotes. Yeah. You know, it was. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and well, that was good, though, because like, guaranteed win. We, we blew out the other team yeah. so we could just focus on the snake. Yeah. Now I thought of this though. We have this long-standing, more of a bit rivalry though with the 
Colorado Mammoth lacrosse team that cheated and built a cup snake mm-hmm. with empty cups. We play the Colorado Avalanche the same night. It's it's Colorado versus Minnesota on in two facets, in my opinion, both on the cup snake field as well as on the ice. Coincidence? It's almost like yeah. this was destiny, man. This was meant to be. So you need if if you're listening to this, you need to get your tickets and just go to it. Just yep. do it. You know, the shot. So even though we are retiring from Cup Snakes, I mean, this is probably like a Rob Gronkowski, Brett Favre type retirement where we think we're out, but I guess we don't officially know. I mean, maybe three to five years, we'll bring it back, but it's definitely going to be out for the short term. We're closing the door for now. Yeah. We're not closing the door on bringing it back, though. If if the time is right, the situation is right. I think just these things have kind of lost their shine a little bit. Not that yeah. they're not fun or they're not awesome, but you know, it, with anything, if you do it enough times, yeah. people are looking for something new. So we're going to go out with a bang. We're going to go out with one last snake. And yeah. uh, what a better time to do it than in the most desolate, worst time of the year, February. But we're not going to be like Tom Brady. I don't know if you guys saw this, but when he was asked about his retirement, he absolutely freaked out on his own podcast. So if our fans out there ask us if we're going to bring the cup snake back, I promise we won't freak out on you. Did you no. guys see that? I didn't know. Oh, he lost his mind. Wait, so this just recently happened? Yeah, he was asked, uh, I forget the guy's name. He's Wasn't super... it on his own podcast, too? Yeah. yeah, it was. Like he had a guest on his own podcast who asked him about yeah. it and blew up. And he's like, well, the guy that asked him super well-known, and he asked him like if he's going to come back, and he literally just said, if I fucking knew what I was going to do, I would fucking tell you, and it just like, went off. Oh, I was geez. like, oh, my God. So okay, I promise well, we won't do on. that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Who did, he, who did he have on? I think actually the person that asked it was a, another host on his own podcast. That's funny. But oh, I forget okay. his name. I think it's the guy that used to do like like on Westwood One would do the interviews with Tom Brady on Monday Night Football okay. like on the radio. Yeah. It's the same guy, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, Tom he, Brady's he not nuts. retiring. Well, and I promise you this. Even if we are officially retiring from Cup Snakes, we're not going to make a movie about it. No. 80 no. for Brady. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, God. Jim okay. Gray is who asked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's his name. Jim Gray. That's hilarious. No, we're we're taking a step back. We'll go through a divorce and then we'll come back. I mean, and here's the thing too: like people people love the cup snake not only because it's fun to build something that you know goes viral, goes on TV, breaks records, but it's just fun to to do something at like a sporting event that everyone loves, like a wild game. We're not done partnering with the Wild, the Saints, the Twins. Like we're keeping those doors open completely. It's just we need to move on to a new concept. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe like one of those teddy bear throws for charity. You know, maybe, I mean, who knows? Like, we're we're really going to push the limits of what fans can do at sporting events and keep the keep the doors open with all these beloved teams and, and the wonderful people who work for them. Yeah. Finding different ways to create fan engagement beyond a cup sink so things stay new and fresh. But, you know, we still are, uh, we still think the future is bright with our partnerships. Yep. Who knows? Yep. It's going to be great. But anyways, yeah, buy the tickets, the final cup snake, the last snake. Hopefully ESPN doesn't sue us for that. We had to sign a, a release form, by the way, basically saying like, "Hey, don't sue the Wild if uh, if ESPN sues us or you know like, oh wow, gets upset about the last because we ripped off the last dance commercial." Yeah. So we we basically said, "Hey, come after us. Don't go after the Wild. That wasn't their idea." Well, we're already used to it. We've had oh, so, Celine so they, Dion. They, so the Minnesota Wild made us sign something. Yeah. Which makes sense. Which because, mean, just because we did a parody trailer of the ESPN last dance. Correct. Correct. Okay. And, and, okay. and, and but and it's the, parody law. Their their name is attached to the to the the package. So okay. Yeah. I it, it'd be a lot funnier if we got sued than that. No. Exactly. So. That's great content for us. That that you know. 
But so, at the end of the day, I don't think we're big enough, unfortunately, for ESPN to come after us for that. But you never know. Celine Dion did yeah. it. Which, which yeah. in this case, might be a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. We'd get we a lot of get variety. That would right. become, what if that becomes a 30 for 30 in like 10 years on ESPN, ESPN coming after us for what, just a little video? What if I told you? A small Minnesota sports company took over ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> what if I, I what if I told you that we're also getting sued for this because we made it about getting sued for something I don't else? Know. You always see <laughs> you always see those weird case studies like in in the future that they teach to like law students about those weird, stupid cases about big companies going after and suing people or smaller companies over dumb things. Mm-hmm. And this could be that thing that gets like notoriety in the press and just only helps us. So yeah. who knows? Whatever. At I least though the wild like, that's a cease and desist. We're public yeah. socials. Right. Yeah. yeah. At least the wild are protected though. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. This, they this, should be. this was our idea. We'll state that again for the record. We'll this, take the beat. The last dance, this was our idea. This is the last snake. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're I, kind of like the enforcer here, eh? We're we're protecting the team. Absolutely, we're doing our part. True, that's mm-hmm. the way there I see go. it. And and you know what? Same. That's why we like doing the cup snakes too, because the wild never get national media attention. You never see the wild's logo on ESPN. So it's you know that if if that's what we have to do to get the logo on ESPN, we're gonna do the cup snake. We are Ryan Reeves in the courtroom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the courtroom. We're well, if we have courtroom Ryan Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> the, the legal Ryan Reeves. Okay. Ten thousand takes. Yeah. Is, yeah, we're protect. Okay, you know what I meant. Yeah. Well, well, if you took if you took all all members of physically, if you took all members of ten thousand takes, all like thirty eight of us, or how many people they we still couldn't take down Ryan Reeves. No, nope. so, physically. No. no, even if he had one arm and yeah. one leg, it's yep. not happening. Exactly. But uh, anyways, all right, let's move into a uh, bit of the week. We say everything around here is a joke or a bit. We'll start with you, Zane, through the TV. What do you got? I got the booing kids with cancer bit. Uh, this unfortunately belongs to journalist Jake. We were I missed last week's Indeed. episode God. of work, and uh, I'm glad I didn't. I, I before last week's episode, by the way, I was gonna do an honor. I was gonna actually do this bit for in your absence, but I forgot. So I'm glad I did forget, so you can okay. You can talk. There about we go. It. There we go. But we, we Jake and I were at the Giants Vikings playoff game. Unfortunately, very 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 depressing. But um, I think it was the end of the first quarter. Um, they show this kid on the screen and he goes on like the sideline and they talk about his cancer story pretty much. Yeah. And just about all the troubles he's gone through the last two years. And then the U.S. State, U.S. Bank Stadium announcer is like, OK, everyone give blah, 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 big round of a big round of applause. So everyone starts doing it. And then out of nowhere, Roger Goodell walks up behind the kid. I, I think Jake and I were talking when the PA announcer was hyping up this kid. All Jake does is he sees Roger Goodell and he's just like, oh, booing the shit out of a Essentially, it looks like he's booing yeah. the shit out of Roger Goodell, but it looks like he's booing the shit out of this little kid who has cancer who just won a trip to the Super Bowl from Roger Goodell. So we have everyone like turning around and looking at us. I, we had a Giants fan in front of us say, Giants I didn't know this was Philadelphia. Like, people were like very upset that Jake, quote unquote, booed the kid with cancer. Well, first off, that's funny they bring up Philly because I guess that's a normal occurrence probably there where it's like, oh, the kid has cancer. I don't give a fuck. Boo. Boo. They, they, were, they were famous for um, what throwing snowballs at Santa Claus at a Philadelphia Eagles game in like the 70s. So, yeah. well, but I was very. I, I I said it very loudly, making sure that Giants fan in front of me did hear me. I'm like, why the fuck would I boo a kid with cancer? I was clearly booing Roger Goodell. What kind of fucking dumbass would think oh. that? I remember the guy was sitting there nodding in front. I'm like, yeah, because you're a fucking prick. Oh, I thought yeah, he's, he's, he's getting he fired up. Very Jackass. But then there was a Giants fan right to his left, and, and that guy was pretty cool. And he's like, yeah, Philly would boo a kid with cancer. I'm like, yeah. I was. Uh, I really thought you were going to go with the same excuse. Well, I was blacked out, so I don't remember that. So it doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> no, I wasn't blacked out. <laughs> 
I very I was very aware. I think I was I was partly paying paying attention. I was, yeah, I was talking to you probably about the game and I just see Roger Goodell on it just an instinct kicked in. Cuz yeah, fuck you, him. You, it, but then I did kind of like regret a, that after that. I'm yeah, like, I was oh, going to say you got to realize though from anyone else's perspective, it looks like you're booing a child with yeah. cancer. Yeah, the yeah, only person Jay, I think Jay, that actually... you, you stood up, dude. You stood up. You got on your Fuck feet. That guy. Like, all of the effort in your body, you boo. Like you well, leaned in and everything. But what's funny is I heard other people booing too. As soon as he came in his frame, there were other people booing. It wasn't there. There was it was majority of the stadium was clapping because they probably were like, okay, yeah, I should be clapping for this kid, which which you should be. But Roger Goodell, fuck him. Like seriously, it's kind of like uh, more about Goodell than kids with cancer. <laughs> It's kind yeah. of like the the very small percentage of people at Target Field who probably have had too many beers that boo like the the kid who does the uh, seventh inning batting call. Oh yeah, I'm it's like this kid, this this kid stinks. Why do we do this? Yeah, he pronounces <laughs> wrong and stuff. Yeah, try sings take me out to the ball game. It's yeah. like calm down. But you were that guy booing the kid with cancer. Yeah, Fuck Jake, it's guy. always you Cancel doing Jake. something. You know, know what? You know what you could have said though. You could always spin zone. Cancer sucks. I hate that yeah, that kid has cancer. cancer. Yeah, exactly. I'm throwing the cancer out of his body. But then I'm like, <laughs> afterwards, I should, I should have just. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, good for that kid. You know, he's going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> fuck it all. Gosh. You could have been like the fan. Did you guys see the fan after? I think we mentioned this last game. The fan after the game when Goodell was in the field. Yeah. Like, hey, Roger, you're a bitch. And then Roger Goodell. Then Roger, yeah, he started doing the like. Like, like fucking suck it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a grown ass man. You're the head of the NFL and you have a helicopter that the NFL pays for. And you literally just can't walk away and let out this guy, this heckler. And you literally did something like a 13 year old would do Yeah, to heckler. Goodness. It's crazy that Roger Goodell actually, despite all of the games that were happening, came to Minnesota. I know that came was to the Viking, the Vikings giants game, two teams who, debatably did not belong in the playoffs. Eventually you saw, I guess we'll get into that with Steffi about the Giants and the Eagles, but it, it is hilarious that of all places he came here. So you mm. know what? I guess credit to Minnesota and U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. Good enough for Goodell. Good for that Good for that kid with cancer. He's going to the Super Bowl. Yep. At least you, at least you fixed it, Jake. All right. Um, Producer Cam, what do you got? Uh, I have the, the K.J. Osborne bit. Uh, this past Sunday, we did another event with our good friends at Tom's Watch Bar. Um, it did there was like an autograph signing for KJ or with KJ Osborne, and we did an interview in front of the bar. And he was he was a great guy, and it was it was a lot of fun. Get out on a Sunday and hang out with an NFL player who yeah. was down to earth, dude. That's one of those guys I forget is my age. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. He's just he's so much more of a of a man than me. You that, look you look at him, you're like, oh my god. I'm like, you are not. I think I. I can't remember if I said it. I'm like, I don't think you're my age. Like, yeah. you're not, I looked you up. You're 25. There's no way in hell you're 25. <laughs> Guy, the guy's got a, a nice goatee. He's just ripped, of course. KJ Osborne's a great dude. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. we, we we talked to him for a little bit. Uh, Jake did the interview with him, which was great, great content. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, all around, all around just good human being. He talked with everyone, including even some of the crackheads who snuck yeah. in. Yeah, uh, the he, loiterers. Yeah, he even gave them the time of day as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good guy. What can you say? True Minnesotan. But no, he was a really it's nice weird guy. weird that we're, we're getting to the, the point now where like all of the athletes in the NHL, MLB, NBA, NFL, they're, they're, they're our age now. So yeah, you're right. It would be weird talking to like KJ. Like Even now, when I think KJ Osborne, I think of someone older than me. He's younger mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like Lamar, so Lamar Jackson's my age too, twenty five. Yeah, that's just crazy. Blows my mind every time. But 
Really cool thing. Tom's Watch Bar is going to be doing this, I think, as a regular series. Mm-hmm. Every month, they're shooting for every month, they want to bring in one either current athlete that's probably in the offseason or retired former Minnesota athlete or even actors, whatever. They want to bring them in, do like a signing, and then there's going to be like a little 10K interview where one of us goes up there and asks them some very lighthearted, funny questions. Obviously, we were never going to ask KJ Osborne. So what do you think about the defense and Ed Donatel get it like yeah. some people would have gone up there and why done did that. you uh why did you drop that ball on third down? <laughs> in the yeah. second to last play. Yeah, Can you imagine? Can you imagine yeah. what would have happened if yeah. you would have asked that? You you guys, you guys know us. We're not we're not there to piss people off. Yeah. We're not there to we're not we're not real journalists. So. You know there are some people there that were in like sitting there at Tom's watch party that were like ask him a, oh. why isn't he asking about that pass or that catch or what Ed Donatel? Because he doesn't want to hear about it was this like, shit. It was like the right. one guy at the at the Bill Garen signing who asked him about gold, like three different questions about goaltending. It's like you got to stop with the goaltending. Like oh. this guy talks to Chris Thomas in twenty four weeks out of the year. We yeah. got to give him a break. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see it's, that? Speaking of press conferences, you see that uh, press conference with Leanne Dreisaitl and that Canadian reporter from a year ago. Was that from last year? That was from last year. The one where he was like all pissed off. Why are you so Why are you so pissy? Why are you so pissy, Leon? Yeah, (laughs) hurt Leo or he goes. He goes. He goes. What did you think of your performance tonight? Wasn't good. You want to elaborate on that? No. Why are you so pissy? Why are you so pissy, Leon? Don't say that to him. Just apparently, dude. I don't know much about Canada, but apparently, like their hockey market. I know, like their fans are hardcore because it's Canada. You know, press. But like I've heard their their media is insane up there, especially in in Edmonton. They attack their NHL teams hardcore. It's like just let him be. If he's pissed off, you can be pissed off. Yeah, dude. Did you guys see um, Dallas Cowboys Twitter page just rap ripping Dak apart? I did see that. That was that was absolutely hilarious. That looked like a tweet that accidentally was supposed to go on a personal account that went on the main Dad Cowboys said, account. What did they, say? they never deleted it. Cam, you want to pull it up? Yeah, it was supposed to go on Jerry Jones burner account. I'm pretty. I sure. think it was Jerry because you think Jerry's got to have the credentials, right? Probably. Well, I think so. Yeah, he, he, wants he, the he seems like that kind of. Yeah. He's a dictator, of dictator course type yeah. ruler where he's got access to everything. So I'm on their Twitter right now. Got to scroll because apparently they tweet every fucking hour. It's so funny when teams who just lost tweet things about like you know community events, like their regular scheduling, and then everyone says, "Don't tweet until the draft." Dude, mm. oh, sorry, I'm trying to get to it, but they've done this seven hundred times. Right okay, okay. So, oh, there uh, we go. This is what they tweeted from their account: Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted. <laughs> Why would you tweet that from a main account? That sounds it like is, it's coming from like it was a, like a it was like a link to an article, but like. Why the fuck would you ever say that? Yeah, no. t- typically when a team loses, especially in disappointing fashion, they just tweet out final period, and then you don't see anything for a few no. days. This you, is there's no opinions on. I've never seen a professional team do this, but when now that I'm looking through their Twitter, which I never would if it weren't for this, they do this all the time. Like they post headlines of articles that link straight to their website. What a hey, horrible. you know what? That's stupid. They're, it, credit to the Cowboys. They're showing a level of transparency. Their their own staff doesn't even believe in them. Well, their whole, their own staff is toxic, just like their fans. I mean, you saw that guy break, his, his, break t- his TV. His 20, Why would you do that? His 20-inch LG TV. Did, did you see First how many off, people that's were in that room? setup? Yeah, there was like 30 people There's in that 30 room. There was 30 people, and it was a shitty like 32-inch TV. I'm, like the, I'm convinced that guy, hopefully, 
already was going to surprise his family with a new TV, and he's like, but I'm going to smash it just for the bit. I think it was a setup. Because yeah. if you look That's at the, what I think so, too. Yeah, if you look at the person in the like, corner of the couch, because they were in like a garage, that person legitimately had to have binoculars to see that TV. Yeah. Like, there's no Yeah, see, that's the thing. That that that's was what real. was weird. But then again, that would just make so much sense for Dallas fans. Well, do you, do you remember, maybe it was, <laughs> I don't know if it was last year, but it was one of the years they lost in the playoffs. The guy legitimately smashes his TV and pulls out a fucking gun and shoots the fucking TV. Oh, I think like I do remember that. Well, that makes sense, too, if, yeah. in, if that was in Texas. Cowboys fans are insane. There was I can't remember what fan base it was, but there was a shot where it's just it's a TV sitting there, right? Like, it's a still image. And then you hear someone running, and out of nowhere comes two flying feet. And it just kicks oh, it, yeah. fucking kicks in the TV. Just, I think that was after like a soccer game or something. Yeah, yeah I think I know, I know what you're talking about, but still, fans are crazy. I would never break a TV. That's so funny. I don't think I could ever break a TV either. I think that's literally only Dallas, certain fan bases that are just toxic. Philly fans, Dallas fans, you know, you name it. Yankees fans. If there was, if people. there was a TV in the tunnel of the Buffalo Bills stadium, Stefan Diggs probably would have broken yeah, it. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. That's true. So. True. Dude, I true. love how like there's we, we tweeted out that video of uh, Stefan Diggs freaking out at Josh Allen. The pretty much the caption said Minnesota fans have seen this before with like a laughing emoji. There's so many people like in our reply saying, "Well, you, of course you guys would fucking hate on him, blah blah." Dude, all all we were saying is that hey, we've seen this before. There was no hate in the tweet at all. Well, and I did notice those same people were like reporters in Buffalo. It's like, hey, I get yeah. you're upset. Don't take that out on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't take your anger out on us. We're just being a reporter right here, reporting the facts. The yeah. facts are. We've you know, before. You you know your team's a failure. Yeah. We know it. We're just we're just sharing some we're just sharing some facts. We're sharing what we've seen. Yeah, we're reporting we're, the hey, news. We're failures too. No one wins no one's winning this battle. Just don't yeah. even don't even try to make it a fight. <laughs> I think uh last weekend just confirmed if, if if it already wasn't confirmed that the Bills are just the AFC Vikings. Yep. Like hundred oh, percent. Yeah. I mean you have you've been you're hyped up really hyped up this season. You had a very close divisional game last year against Kansas City that went in overtime. And now you have a home game against, I know, the Super Bowl runner-ups, I should say. But at home, you know, you're probably your best team in years, and you lose 27 to 10, wasn't it? 17 points. That's yeah. Especially with snow. That's brutal. Like you, you, I thought you when, have the advantage. when the snow started falling, i go Bengals plus 5.5 was a horrid pick. Nope. I took Bengals money line just because I was like banking on the Joe Burrow train of, but then I'm like, yeah. I could totally see the buff, you know, the Bills just running. Demar away Hamlin it, was know. in the building. Yeah, I'll, at least I think it was him. Uh, there was so much snow yeah, and all these rumors. Yeah. There was so much snow in front of the camera that it was hard to see. He was super covered up. You got to think like oh, the yeah. CBS producers were just swinging their fists, like, like zoom in further. It's like there's still more snow. Focus, there. focus. There's still more snow there. I don't know how you're gonna see him, but. I am curious, like, while we're on the topic, just real quick, especially because the teams in the NFC, I, I don't care for any of them. And then the AFC teams have, like, been there the past couple of years. Like, who do you guys want to see win the Super Bowl now? I think I want to see Joey B. For me, it's Bengals. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't want to win. I don't want San Fran or Philly to win it. Right. I think I want, I'll either want Kansas City or Bengals. See, I, agree. I don't want Kansas City to win simply because I have a theory that Jackson Mahomes is holding in all of his TikToks for another oh, Super Bowl. Gross. He's been doing, he, him and, him and, him and Pat's wife have been doing their part in staying out of the internet and the spotlight and keeping all the embarrassment off him. But I feel like in this discussion where he said, we got to be done with the TikToks, he said, you can start posting again if we win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if they win the Super Bowl, all the drafts are coming out. And you're going to see Jackson on your timeline for like 10 days straight. Uh, I, 
Yeah, I agree. I, it would be cool to see the Bengals win. Because, me too. I mean, they're kind of the underdog in this situation. But also part of me wants the Chiefs because, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is insane. And I'm not saying that he's going to do what Brady did. But if he has the potential to, like, build a legacy like he did, like, it would be so cool to see again. So Sp- I, I kind of want to see them. A well, legacy well, would start. Yeah, he'd have to probably win this year. Especially yeah. with, an, with an injury. He's got, a, like, a sprained yeah. upper ankle, which and is. Chad Henney came in and he looked decent. It's yeah, like, I forgot he was even alive. Yeah. yeah. He was another guy where it's like, when we talked to Barstool Chief a couple weeks ago, we were like, he's still in the league? Like, there's <laughs> guys like that yep. that are just like, how is this, what? Still alive St- even? Still on someone's payroll. That, that dude hasn't played in forever, has been the backup for the Chiefs, and has played, the last two games he's played has been in the playoffs, and he did great. Because remember when they played against Cleveland? He came in when Mahomes got hurt. Yeah. And he just mm-hmm. did fantastic it's crazy <laughs> what a life yeah i honestly wouldn't mind uh even like i guess they're in our like uh, in the nfc but the san francisco 49ers they haven't even won since 95 like i wouldn't even mind if they i would rather have them win in the nfc out of those two or the Bengals in the afc it would be cool because of purdy the purdy story would be pretty yeah. neat would be pretty neat that's that's that that just helps out all of us average people out there feel a little glimmer of hope like hey you can do it too he was the last pick mm-hmm. in the draft yeah he could, he could march their team to a super bowl without a single loss Think about yeah, it. He if crazy. he gets the Super Bowl, he's undefeated this year as a as a starting quarterback. That's insane. That's crazy. And he went to Jake's second favorite college too, Iowa State. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I did two. I did two at Iowa State, so that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I, think you kind sort of, of, I like I like Purdy. I think you kind of fucked I, up. I just because, think because yeah. you, you could have claimed that Super Bowl is yours. You could yeah, have been Brock Purdy, actually. Yeah, mate, no. Hell no. But I'm saying I would have went down there and walked on and took over Brock Purdy's spot. Hey, sure, yeah, know. that could have happened. He was yep. Mr. Irrelevant. You could have been Mr. Irrelevant, but the college version. Yeah, sure. True. That's very true. Well, I still have you, eligibility, you, don't I? Technically. Yeah, you, you have an eligibility. Sure. You okay. can be the next Brandon. I'm, I'm going to Iowa State. I'm taking my talents from 10,000 takes to Iowa State. Well, well, I, there's going to be a quarterback <laughs> battle in uh, in Minnesota this upcoming season because Tanner Morgan's gone. So I'm going to go up against Athen Calic Manis. Cockmanis, Cockmanis, Khaki, Khaki, Kalahari, Praying Mantis, yeah, Kelly, <laughs> Calamari. There's going to be so many cock. people who butcher his name this year. Yeah. By the way, now oh, that yeah. he's the now that he's the official starter, I love it. But um, all right, Jake, what do you got for your bit? Um, I have the I have a good feeling <laughs> about this bit. So this is actually stems from our very own Zooch. Oh, um. And this has been going on for a while, but this has to be talked about. So Zooch, uh, if you don't know, is a part of our Wild Takes podcast or Minnesota Wild Base podcast. So follow them. They do great stuff. But yeah, Zooch has been in like 10K now for a couple of years and, and great, great dude. But he uh, he seems to always get overly optimistic. And, and I think probably everybody probably does this, especially in Minnesota sports. And I've certainly done this, but he does it a lot. We notice it a lot where he'd be like, I have a good feeling about this, boys. I have a good feeling about this. <laughs> Especially in softball, where we've gone maybe two and thirty-six in the last two years. Before yeah. we'll be zero and twelve through through a season, we'll be warming up. I have a good feeling about tonight, boys. Uh, we're zero and twelve. <laughs> How do you have a good feeling about tonight? And and then I know Jack, you're going to get into it, but we participated in the you know the boot hockey classic, the X Energy Center, uh, you know this past weekend, which we'll get more into. But I know that Zooch, but like the night before that, he was telling you, Jack, I, I, I think we can win this. I have a good feeling about this. Whenever you it, say that, or whenever someone gets overly optimistic about that, in any sense, you always the opposite happens. It got to the point where, like during softball, it was like towards the end of the year, and he kept saying, "Like, dude, seriously, shut the fuck up. I'm here to hang out with the boys, and then we're all gonna go over to Willie McCoy's and drink our faces off on a Wednesday night. This yeah, isn't serious. I think, <laughs> I think naturally, um, being positive is actually a great." 
a great characteristic. Yep. Yeah. Now I think when it comes to sports, it's it just doesn't work. It, it just bites you. Can't in the at least that. at least here. And and not Minnesota. only like Minnesota sports, but ten thousand takes in general is just a, a horribly unathletic organization <laughs> yeah. that has a very poor track no record consistency. across the board from softball to hockey to golf to we're just we, we don't we're not athletic. And no. that's that's why we're sitting here talking about sports and not out there playing them. Yep. So yeah, when he says stuff like that, you know what, I do appreciate the positivity, but it does get a little hard to rally behind when historically we've lost at everything. Yeah. Right. But but he was he was pretty he was pretty close this time. True. He had a good feeling, and all. Tra- Do you have anything else? Well, no. I was just I was just gonna say in general in in Minnesota sports. I heard it not from Zooch, but from a lot of people with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I have a good feeling about this. We're gonna go all the way. Don't say that. You, no, you know, no. and people do that all the time, but Zuch has done that, yeah, when historically we haven't been consistently. He wants us to win. We all want to win whenever we compete and things, but ultimately it's just it's just not going to happen. But Yeah, so he, w- he, he had a good feeling on Saturday morning, and he was partially right. Um, we, in the 2023 first-ever Minnesota Wild Boot Hockey Classic played at the XL Energy Center, we did in pool play go 1-0-1. So we technically did not lose a game in the pool play, but getting into the semifinals, that leads into my bit, the 10,000 mistakes bit. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we were only a two game team. Yeah. We did not have three games in us, let alone four. We had to play four games. The last two were tough, but the funny thing about it was, uh, for bracket play, we're in, we're to get in, we were in a pool of three, three teams, one of them being us. And uh, the only one team got in. We tied the first team, which was very odd. But uh, then going to the second game for the tiebreaker, we had to win in point differential, which is <laughs> which is so ironic, by the way, because that's all people talk about with the Vikings all year. So it's like the last <laughs> words I wanted to fucking hear at the tournament. But anyways, we had to watch another game go on and needed one of those teams to lose by less than seven. So we were sitting there cheering on the team that we had just beat to lose by less than seven, we're essentially betting on the spread. We're essentially yeah. betting on the puck line of another team to get into bracket play. And it happened. I think they, they ended up losing by three or four. So it got, we were sweating there for a second. We're oh, watching yeah. the game on the bench. And if this team lost by more than seven, we were packing our bags and we were out, Yeah, which was actually the, the, I guess, predicted result for most of us. We all thought we're going to be two games in and we're going to be on our way to Tom Reed's, but mm-hmm. we made it in a pool play or we made it into bracket play. Bracket play it did not go well. Uh, we were all gassed, tired, making mistakes, staying out too long. We couldn't slip. We, we were, or we kept slipping. We, we could, were we, sliding yeah. all over the goddamn place. It took us until pretty much game three to realize that we had to just kick off our shoes. Cam discovered it. It's like, yeah, get the ice that's stuck between the little patterns on your shoes. Get all that out of there, and you're good. That was not the case because we were on a different rink, so it was kind of tough. Anyways, uh, we made a lot of mistakes. We ended up getting killed in the last two games, taking fourth out of 12, which is not bad for Upper us. Upper quartile. Upper quartile. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, 10,000 mistakes bit. Uh, the first two games are great. Zooch had a good feeling about those. Last well, two games were complete bloodbaths. I will say I did talk to Zooch, I think, in the morning when he found out Zane wasn't going to make it, or you probably weren't going to make it, Zane. He looked at me and, and said no. 
So as soon as Zuch doesn't have a good feeling, we end up playing better. So we need to, we need to try to make sure. But he did the night before, though. Yeah, well, the night before, he's, like, talking about lines. I'm like, yeah. we're, it's boot hockey. Yeah. We're, not, we're not doing lines. <laughs> no, you can't move fast enough. It's a whole, totally – it's so different compared to when you're on skates. And, you know? and, yeah. and just to paint the picture here, they had the XL Energy Center broken in half, and uh, it was just boards to boards. Yeah, so pretty much. side to side. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, the length short, of the, the yeah. length of the blue line. Yeah, it was is, it wasn't we didn't play on the full rink. So, that would that would have been and that we were sucked. still so tired. Well, if I'm we still did they, did they have like did you guys do like line changes or just everyone is on the ice? It was kind no it, it was, was so it was four and four and we had a total of seven okay. guys so we did have to do changes and I I do think that last game the the last team we played that the goalie was not all that great we could have easily won that i think yeah. we actually only lost by 4 it was yeah. like 13 and 9 we could have actually won that if we weren't fucking slipping we we were mm. on the opposite side there was a slippier rink we couldn't go on the bench to wipe off our shoes so it was even worse we're not wearing broomball shoes the other team was wearing broomball shoes so it was like they were on skates they were like stra- they were like almost skating around you tra- and you couldn't defend them I, and we still only it's, lost. By it's four. ironic because yes, we realize it's ice and it's slippery, but like the space in the slot got just so worn down from all the different games all day mm-hmm. and all the different foot traffic that there was, was no so there was no grip there. And our shoes, we none of us were wearing except Cam. You were wearing broomball. You're the only one wearing broomball. Then shoes, again, you were still slipping. Everyone yeah. on the bench was bitching about that, and I'm like, guys, we're all playing on the same sheet. They're slipping yeah. too, and they're still yeah. putting in Genos. So. Yeah. It was. They were moving a lot better than us, though. They, the one guy was. One couple of the guys were like moving around on me like they're on skates, and I would, I would try to do the same thing, and I would fall on my hip, and yeah. now I'm bruised. It was like I will say, out of like all like the organized like I guess like adult sports that I've done, like that was the most fun I've had, and it's not even close. It, dude, it was it electric. Was yeah, it was a blast. I've that, thought about it like ever since. I'm like, I want to go play again, like right now. The it's it's electric that they let us play at the X. Like was, they didn't just host yeah. it at some other rink or something around the cities. That they allowed us to go into the XL, go into a locker rooms. You know, we got free waters and power aids and stuff like that. You know, it was it was we got great treatment. We got uh, some really nice embroidered hats that yeah. have the Minnesota Wild logo on it and the tournament logo, and we got like those massive uh, monster cookies. Mm-hmm. What's the brand of them? I forget. T Rex. T Rex cookies. You can buy them at like viking and wild games for like 13 dollars because they're that big but they're, they're these massive <laughs> cookies and everyone got one of those too so overall great event if uh, if you see it next year you definitely got to play in it we made it to a bracket play and now in the next 10k athletic event i should say is the minnesotan cup which involves skates which i am terrified for it's so. like it's funny because we just did t-ball and now you guys got to go play in the major league yep thank that's god I'm ba- coach. that's basically the leap <laughs> yeah thank god i'm done yeah, yeah we're, we're on the coaching I, stuff. i've retired and I want Cam. I want coaches to be just screaming at people too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna like for no reason. I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm please. Gonna, I'm, just like last year, I'm gonna get aggressively drunk. I'm gonna break clipboards and I'm gonna yell at you guys. Yeah, I love it. Hell That's yeah. what we need. Maybe it'll motivate some people. About. Sports. But um, anyways, final final bit on the uh, on the Minnesota uh, boot hockey tournament. Just don't let the people ever forget that we went undefeated in, in pool play, which is like the regular season. So we were undefeated in the regular season. It's a true un- American underdog Kings. story. Yeah. We and, made it and, to the final four. And if you ask about ties, I'm not going to answer. <laughs> play the <laughs> fifth on ties. Did I declined the comment. Yeah. Did you tie? I don't know. You can look. Look <laughs> at the standings. Well, we website. can't find them. Uh, well, Sox that's too bad. Should have been there. You yep. had the answer. Next question. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll get into our interview with Steffi Smalls. Are you looking to sports bet in Minnesota but don't know how? Well, we got the app for you. It's a Bit is proudly sponsored by the Better Edge app. 
If you don't know what Better Edge is, it is a legal online social betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans. Like you can find me on there, journalist Jake is on there, producer Cam. Uh, Wags is on there. You can place no commission positions in an online marketplace, so they are not taking any of your money. Sportsbooks take up to 4.5% of all your winnings, which in my mind is highway robbery. Better Edge is not taking any of your winnings. You get to keep all of it. You can compete in direct head-to-head challenges with people like us. You can compete in public or private betting competitions. They have all sorts of awesome competitions, whether it's player props, NFL playoffs, NBA playoffs, NHL, sometimes some 10K events we do on there. They do over-unders on like our golf tournament. There's a lot of unique competitions on there that you can uh, enter with a, with a fee and get a payout. And uh, finally, you can buy or sell positions like the spread, the over-under money line at current market prices. So if you want to get on Better Edge, find us on there. You can use promo code 10K at betteredge.com. You get a free 20 bucks when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com to get a free 20 bucks. And uh, we'll start betting today. All right, welcome back to It's a Bit, folks. We're joined by a very special guest. We got Stephanie Small. She's a gambling host and content at Champions Round, as well as a New York Giants fan. We It's funny because we booked this like a month ago, and little did we know back then that your team would eliminate our team, and then your team would get eliminated like two days before we recorded. Is that a coincidence? I know. It's, and looking back, it's so funny. Now, it would have been like fun to go on that week, but now you guys get the last laugh because I our team got eliminated. Well, did we book this before the Vikings uh, Christmas Eve game? Yeah, I think this the was the 61-yard like, yes. field goal. Yes, we uh, did. What, what, uh, before we get into the whole playoff situation, I mean, what, what was going on with Giants fans in that, in that game after that happened? Uh, the Christmas Eve game? Yes. Brutal. It, that was, okay. And I always have, I struggle because those, like, people that do know me and when I go on Paul, I have, like, this really, like, I have a piece in my heart for Vikings. So I struggle with, like, editing, per- like, participating in any talk like talking shit about vikings like i genuinely feel bad for the fan base i think you guys have been through some brutal at least i have some super bowls and you know yeah we haven't been in a super bowl since 1977 (laughs) and we've never won one so yeah it's like you know i can hold on to my childhood and like there's some good memories there uh i joked after the eagles game what's it like to be happy but uh yeah giants fans are can be brutal a little bit (laughs) yeah well out of curiosity in that game, what did you? What was your honest thought of the whiteout? Did you think that was cool or did you think it was dumb? Because people were kind of on the fence about it, it seems like, at least around the country. I thought it was really cool. And I think also, I thought fans participated pretty well, but then it was like the few fans that weren't, it's like, what are you doing? Like, you're kind of he, silly. He almost fucking left the house wearing purple. Well, because I didn't have a white jersey. I was trying to buy like a white sweatshirt that but they sold out of it and I yes. I I always wear the purple Kirk Cousins jersey. I have since I bought that damn thing for every game day. It felt weird. I wasn't against the idea of doing a whiteout per se. I thought it was cool. I just wanted to wear my purple jersey, but then I'm like, okay, yeah, I got to participate in this, and I did. So I don't like being told what to wear either. Like that's just like if I want to wear like my blue jersey, I'm gonna wear my blue jersey. Like I don't want to participate. With it. So I get that a little bit. It is cool. U.S. Bank is my favorite stadium I've ever been to. Um, I think it's a beautiful, beautiful stadium. Well, I appreciate that. I know that I was talking to a couple Giants fans. Um, at the at the uh, wild card game and I was making you know small talk with them and they're super nice and they were from you know they're from Jersey and I, and I just asked them what do you think of uh 
U.S. Bank Stadium, like, oh, this is fucking awesome. This, this, the Meadowlands is 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 a dump. That's what they that's what they told me. I don't know I don't if know. it's actually a dump. I've never been there, but that's <laughs> I can't what they told they'd me. Actually, spend money on that stadium. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. embarrassed. So bad. And they have yeah. to share it. I, I, I always yeah. thought it was goofy that like same with the Rams and Chargers that these billion dollar organizations are sharing stadiums. Like And they suck. Like yeah. at least SoFi is nice. Like our stadium is such crap. So uh and we have a roommate, which is corny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's just that is weird to like then it's hard for me uh, us to conceptualize here and like you know, one team markets where it's like, okay, Minnesota Vikings, they're the Minnesota Vikings and you have New York Jets, New York Giants. I'm like, okay, how do you know who to root for? I mean, is, is there, is there a certain rule over there in New York on how you root for? Like, cause I know we were talking with Barstool Chief a couple weeks ago on the Cubs and White Sox, like South side is White Sox, North Chicago is mainly Cubs, not necessarily, but I don't know if there's a rule of thumb on who you cheer for in New York. And if you cheer for the Giants or if you cheer for the Jets. Yeah, I think it's like more like where you land, like geographically, like within those. So I'm from Connecticut, actually, but I'm on the Connecticut, New York border closest to Manhattan. And you could have even been a Patriots fan. Like we're talking now we're talking New England. So you could have done that. But traditionally, if you're like a family, you're it's usually you see Jets, Mets, Giants, Yankees. Like that's pretty standard, like to come across. Um, But yeah, I don't think there is. I think it just depends, you know, what you're raised I I can't imagine I would have probably switched as a kid from a Jets fan to a Giants fan. <laughs> yeah, at some point or a or a Patriots fan, right? Yeah, it's hilarious that people actually still stand with the Jets. I mean, it it feels like this year was the closest they've been in a while to having something, but still ended in just a big fiery explosion. <laughs> yeah, you have to like credit the loyalty for sure. Yeah, well, it's it's just funny that we mentioned like having to share the stadium because we did on Vikings pregame every Sunday. We did like a like a pregame skit, and we did for when we played the Jets. We did New York Airlines, and like surprise, we also share it with the New York Giants airline. Like, can you imagine getting on a plane? It's like, yeah, a bunch of people who flew Spirit just got off this one. It's like now you're now you're flying Delta. Like what? <laughs> it's just yeah. it's so goofy. It is. It's very goofy. It's very corny. Yeah. Well, uh, really quick, tell us a little bit about you and kind of what you do. I know, you know, everything you do with Champions Round, uh, kind of in the sphere of sports betting. You go on PA, which is awesome. We're big. We're obviously good friends with PA and big fans of his. But yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, PA is fantastic. Yeah, I, you know, very like I was a med student, kind of got a full time offer in the industry because COVID brought me back home and I was bored back on Twitter talking shit about the Giants and one thing led to another started you know doing fantasy football on there and then sports betting is where you know landed me to champions around and now I run the community and content over there and it's been sweet yeah I mean and sports betting in general like we've just been we've just gotten into it in the last few years and it's just such an exciting emerging industry like any anyone who can work like a full-time job in it that's kind of that's kind of at least with 10,000 takes how we feel like we can do this full time. It's getting like the betting angle. So, you know, that's why we're just big supporters of hopefully getting it legalized yeah, here in Minnesota. Yeah. That's the first step. That's oh, a, yeah. That's the big thing we're waiting on here is is getting it. I think it, we missed it by like what, three votes last yeah. year. I watched the live stream. It was more heartbreaking than the sports. It's yeah. it's annoying. Fucking. I forgot that too. And every time I land there, because I've been to US Bank quite a few times, and every time I'm like, crap, I can't sports bet here. Like, I should have put my bets in before I left. 
You gotta place it all in like the airport. They're like, you gotta, you gotta leave. No, no, I got a couple more bets. I can't decide this damn bet. Yeah. In thirty minutes. And then, I'm if, not so, and bet. then if and then if someone gets injured the the morning of the game, you're just fucked. Yeah, you're like, oh well. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I texted my brother. I'm like, sent him money. I'm like, can you put this bet in for me? Yeah. I'm like, he's like, this is ridiculous. Like, I get it's your job. But I'm pretty sure like you need to call the gambling hotline at this point. Well, like, no, I want to put the bet in, and I can't put the bet in, so. That whole like back and forth is what thousands of people in the state have to do. They have mm-hmm. to text friends in other states mm-hmm. to like place bets for them. Or like we use Better Edge, which is legal, but for the people who don't use that, like do parlays and stuff, they have people yeah. in Arizona, California, wherever. So it's hilarious that like your brother was like, I'm not doing that shit for you when there are people yeah. out there who do that for mm-hmm. everyone in the mm-hmm. state. Every single one. It's yeah, so inconvenient. Absolutely. Yeah. It well, is a, just legalize it. Like I don't know what what are we waiting for? I don't well, know what. And in the latest bill they're like 10% of it's going to go to youth sports. And there were people who had counters to that. It's like, okay, <laughs> let me be a degenerate for good. Yeah, come on. We're doing the <laughs> it, it's ultimately we people are already going to the casino spending a shit ton of money on slots. Yeah. Come on. Ripping is, darts yeah. and pulling slots. We're, we're betting on All sports. All people want to talk about is the economy. You want to help the economy just pass sports? Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. I think like the state of New Jersey in December raked in like $98 million in profit on sports that? betting. It was insane. Yeah. It was something crazy. A lot of bad beats in there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, bad, a ton of them. Because you get so excited. Like my in Ohio, it just passed and I have friends that were like, so excited then the end of the weekend they were texting they're like this this. Sucks. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well because they spray oh, like, yeah. <laughs> money line on the columbus blue jackets tonight are you sure about that it'll happen no it's you're gonna learn very quickly that yeah. this is not yeah. how it works <laughs> yeah exactly but well really quickly going back to like people placing bets for us you know in minnesota particularly if like we go to vegas every every march for the first weekend of march madness you know to bet on that stuff cuz it's a blast down there in general the viewing experience to watch those games is great but as soon as you let some people know you're going to vegas you know you're immediately the the popular friend you got to keep it a secret yeah you almost cuz yeah. people find out you're going to vegas and and they're in Minnesota or a non-gambling state, you're, okay, here's a list of my bets here. Here's a little list. And it's just, you know, every game, a bet they want you to place on, they give you money and it's crazy. Sending you with a grocery, grocery list, but a betting list while you're, you're like, I just want to go to Vegas myself. Leave me alone. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm on, I'm on vacation, even though I'm doing this. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Uh, well, <laughs> do you, uh, do you have any locks for the divisional round? What do you, I honestly what do you, what do you feel this weekend? looked at them. I'm still in my depression from like this past week, and I need to do it because my own gambling show is coming up this week. But I'm torn. I, you know, I want to, I want to root for the 49ers, but after watching the Eagles dominate us the way that they did, I have a really hard time believing that they won't make it past them. Right. I'm so, sad about it because I don't want to see them at all. It makes me sick. <laughs> yeah, I. We'll get into your experience at the link here in a bit because I'm very curious on that. But just looking up the the games here quick. So we have uh, the Niners and Eagles, um, I believe. Is this the Eagles minus two and a half? I'm guessing. Yeah, they're minus two and a half. And, and I'm... Oh, okay. It opened at Philly minus two. So okay. I don't know. It's kind of a toss up. I, I think you I just like... just don't know. I don't know. I don't know with Brock Purdy. I don't know because he's been winning, but then you're like, oh well, with Philly and Jalen, I feel like Dak lost. I feel like Dak lost on Sunday. I don't know if Brock won. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel too. And it's like I think that 
if CMC is in like, you know, he's being full on CMC and they're using Debo. They're honestly the Eagles run D is not that like it's that's where you could attack them, but are they actually gonna do that? I don't think I agree. I think that I don't think the 49ers won that game. I think the Cowboys lost that game. I think yeah. the 49ers were finally exposed because they didn't put up mm-hmm. a lot of points. And now they're gonna go to they're going to Philly and they're playing a Jalen Hurts who just no, you know, I roundhouse kicked, you know. The Giants, Giants thirty-eight to seven. <laughs> Hate to say it, who beat us thirty-one twenty-four yes. at home? So and that, that stadium is loud. I was. That's one thing I was shocked about. Like even from coming from US Bank, which is obviously like one of the loudest stadiums freaking ever. The link for not being like they will cut a song and you can hear, you can still hear everyone singing. Like the lyric for lyric, it is so loud in there. Um, I was pretty surprised, but um, I don't know. It's going to come down. But is Brock Purdy really? I feel like they're they're keeping it very easy for him. Like I think that they're you know he's having success because they're not putting him in situations yeah. to really fail either. Right. He has a stellar offensive line. I mean, San Francisco yeah, has very good offensive lines. He's not. He's obviously good, and he's could be the quarterback sure. of the future. And the Vikings will trade two first or uh, a third rounder for Trey Lance, you know? So that's, um, the, that's what everyone's saying. That, which <laughs> whenever, when it, when, when it's usually everyone saying that means it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, people need to calm down. Uh, but I think, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think Brock Purdy's time is going to come to an end, unfortunately to the Philadelphia. It might, it, especially in the link. I feel like he's a little boy going into a stadium of grown men. Yeah, he's had it easy. And if he does win, that's pretty cool. Though. If he wins, that'd be like pretty that. cool. Put, cool. Yeah. yeah, I'd be yeah. Brock Hard. Put put it all put it all yeah. on yeah. on yeah. on the on the yeah. 49ers at that yeah. point. Well, my boss always <sighs> jokes that once you start talking about a guy's Johnson, they end up winning the Super Bowl just like Nick Foles did. Yep, yeah, exactly. Like this whole theory that he's going to go to the Super Bowl and win because we we're talking about is. He's right. Not, yeah. Brock yep. Hart. The Brock Hart. The Brock Hart Purdy. movement is alive and well. Yeah, and it's funny know. because yeah. my first favorite team is the Colts. So it's so funny that you mentioned Nick Foles because like after they win that Super Bowl, they just die. They're gone. Mm. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> we, we, we would try to say like, I think we try to like say they should start big Nick Nick. And it's like, that doesn't work anymore. Doesn't work anymore. He's not in the playoffs either. But you wanted to work. And I went to college with him. So I went to U of A. Oh, really? Foles. Yeah. And so it sucks because it's like, I love Nick, and then he has to, he's like on the Eagles winning a Super Bowl, and I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to root for you, but I am rooting for you. Yeah, that's that's got yeah, that's a that's a conflict of interest for you for sure. It sucked. Yeah, it was bullshit, kind of. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. I can't. <laughs> what a story. I, I he it's so thirty eight to seven. He caught the touchdown in the end zone, and Tom Brady didn't. I thought. <laughs> I know. That's that. That's it. That's it's crazy. And then. That's all you need to know. And that happened here. I know. Happened 20 minutes from our house. And it was crazy when we were at the Vikings-Colts game, and you could see before the game, you just see Nick Foles down there in a backup position, not wearing a helmet, and he's at the same field. He won a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. (laughs) And caught a football in the end zone, and here he is. Like, what the hell is going on? Vikings Vikings can never win a Super Bowl, and you have Nick Foles winning it for the Eagles. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to me. The NFL is rigged. Well, what do you guys think of uh, forty-five and a half points? What do we What do we think about that? Oh goodness! Here's the thing: it depends how good we think that San Francisco's defense is, which I do think it's excellent, fantastic defense. That's why I think they've gotten as far as they have. Um, I think the over because I think that the Eagles, if they were to start dominating, like 
they could freaking get 30 on their right. own. Like I don't, and I don't think that Sam Fran could get be far behind that. So I, I think I like the over in that game. I think I do too. Yeah. 45 yeah. and a half. Seems low actually. It does seem a little it low. Does. With the Eagles. I, I'm like scratching my head a little. Bit. I think, oh. I think once again, going back to last week, they're still thinking of like Dak failing. They're like, well, that, yeah. that San Fran defense is so good. It's like Dak was throwing into three people. Yeah. He was throwing into triple coverage. Like what do you expect? Yeah. Or they're trying to catch us because the Giants D is like not good. So they think that you're going to fall into it by taking the right. over. So maybe they think it is going to go under. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. That, that, I don't like you, Vegas. I know that's yeah. Vegas knows too what too well, and it's always yeah. it's always funny because if you think it's too good to be true, it probably is, especially in sports Usually. betting. And I'm still gonna take the over. Yeah, it's more fun. Hammer to take the it. over. It's way more fun to do that. Hammer the over. Yeah. They always say take the over and everything. <laughs> yep. Yep. Fuck it. Uh, the second game AFC Championship. We have Kansas City opening at two and a half against the Bengals. What do we think of that? I mean, it's in, yeah, it's not a neutral site anymore, right? Because that would have had, they would have did the neutral site game if it was Bill's Chiefs. Yeah, right? because Bill's, yeah. The, Bill's stadium is essentially a snow globe at this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Mahomes is what, like 3-0 and against the Bengals or something? Yeah, like they that? won like the last three or four. Oh, gosh, I can't, I just can't imagine. It depends, I guess, a lot on Mahomes' health, which at this point, I do think some of it is a little bit of a smoke screen. Like, I think they're milking it a little bit. I think probably using it to their advantage if anything but the bank the Bengals got hot at the right time too like yeah. they look very good so uh and and the chiefs d is not awesome um i i still am gonna lean the chief i don't know what they are in the money line but i might stay away from that spread to be honest i probably lean is it the chiefs are favored chiefs are favored by two and a half and actually i i think i think the Bengals have beat the chiefs the last four times so yeah so yeah, that's what okay. I meant. Yeah, Sorry, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow owns the Chiefs. I'm still off my. I'm still coming off my like Philly. Oh, I get it. I get so, it. Like, yeah. I had like three naps today, as you can tell. I'm, I don't. Like, I don't blame you. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's exactly it. And I think I lean taking the Bengals two and a half there, but I pro. I don't know if I had to take a side. That's what I would do. But I. I took the Chiefs to go from the start, and I just feel like that's the way that this cookie's going to crumble. Yeah. Well, well I, I mentioned before you came on, the only reason I don't want the Chiefs to win this game is because I feel like Jackson, Mahomes, and Brittany have been like stockpiling TikTok since they're not allowed to post during during the season. Yep. And there was like an exception where if they win the Super Bowl, they are allowed to upload TikToks had, again. And they've yeah. been just stockpiling them for the celebration. Maybe I do want to be back on. Yeah. yeah. The Bengals train. So that's something yeah, to throw it, something to wanna... throw in your head there. Yeah. And I think she posted something the other day and he was like, all right, Brittany, calm down or yeah. something. Like, <laughs> You're done. <laughs> I just love how you, like, that's enough. Like, <laughs> Patrick. I tweeted probably like three months ago, like, where Jackson Mahomes has been really quiet, please. Like strangely, wherever he is, leave him there. It's like they just yeah. threw him in the middle of Costa Rica, and they said, "We'll come pick you up in three months or something." <laughs> they dropped him off in the Super Bowl, but yeah. taking your phone. Yeah, and then they 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 eventually go back to retrieve him. And he's doing some dances in front of a tree or some shit. <laughs> yeah, because he's like lo he's lost his mind. Yeah, it's he's like been okay. surviving on coconuts for the oh, last year. Goodness gracious! <laughs> it's even worse than when they dropped him off. Yeah, he'll look like Tom Hanks in Castaway. Yeah, and, and, and maybe. maybe Maybe he changed his ways. Maybe <laughs> we'll see a new we'll see a new Jackson Mahomes. Uh, but it might come down to who we're going to see win um, in the Chiefs Bengals game and who we can create the uh, who can we who out of the quarterbacks can can we get a good nickname out of Joe Burrow Patrick Mahomes. 
Can't make a really good joke about any of them. No. Not like a Brock Purdy well, one. Well, just Joey B is just... With the he, cigar? He's just cool himself. Yeah. Joey B, Macaulay Culkin. Cool. But Eli Apple sucks. So he does it's suck. Like, it's so annoying. Like, yeah. it's... God, he's ruining the whole Bengals thing that we all love them and everyone's... And then Eli Apple just has to be the bad apple. I know, and it's like, I kind of want to see him get torched now. And Torch. just see the drama that would unfold on his Twitter account if if he they get, lose. You know. Oh, Diggs will go after him. Yeah. Well, wasn't Eli Apple on the Giants? Yes. He used to he, be on the his mom. His mom probably has. Oh my God! I bet ten thousand Giants fans block. She was a lunatic. <laughs> when, and I wasn't even on Twitter for like most of it. Um, and she, I know, like people were posting stuff the other day of like responses that she would have. She goes hard for her son but anytime something happens it's like hi mom can you help again like get the twitter trolls are being mean sounds like uh eli apple's mom to giants fans is our tim brewster i was about to say the same thing (laughs) i wonder who has blocked more people i don't know do you know who tim brewster is i don't oh goodness he's our uh former he was the old uh, or yeah he was the Minnesota Golden Gopher football coach um for the U of M from like 2007 yes. to 2010. We we would we wouldn't expect we wouldn't expect you to know him because he did a very b- bad job. Yeah, and now he's on Deion Sanders' staff. He was on his staff in Jackson State, now he's on his staff in Colorado, and there was a video, viral video that went around of him telling yelling at the students in like the the film room like it was a fucking military. Mm-hmm. Like it was the military. Stand up. Oh my god. And they stand up and that was just horrible. And this guy is still coaching. And he was, he came in in his first press conference at the U of M when where we have not been to a Rose bowl since 1960 and said, I promise I'm going to win a Rose bowl here. Fucking yeah. moron. I think someone told me this. So for background, I am like surrounded by Vikings and Minnesota fans, just like somehow managed. That's like my life now. So I mm-hmm. think someone was talking about this the other day, ironically. Yes, definitely. I'm like sure. if you ask him to block you, like he'll block yeah. you. Like that's how easy okay. it is to get blocked. I might have to like have a couple of drinks and like get into a fight with him. On Do it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. At, at, I think coach Brewster just be like, I think Hello? you, I think you don't know football and yeah, or, I think, and then just count. Yes. And then, that? and then start a, start a stopwatch and see how long it, I, I guarantee it's about Let's nine minutes it. flat. Okay. Well, I'm going to do it okay. or, or do one of his, he had these, he was also known as an idiot. I forgot to bring up because he had all these stupid, uh, terms and uh, catchphrases. catchphrases. He would say, you got to keep that chili hot. Uh, you, if you're hungry, are you starving or if you're going to go hunting, you got to be prepared to get the bear. He'd say yep. the stupid shit. So if, if you just tweet at him, say, like, at Tim Brewster, <laughs> keeping the chili hot, he'll probably block you. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Give it a shot and keep us posted on the results. Yeah, because you, you'll, you'll join the club. Yep. It's an elite I club. It. I want to be part of it. Yeah, it's hashtag blocked by brew. All the Twitter people know what it means. Yeah. That's so funny. Yep. It's like the latest fab here in Minnesota, it, it is. I guess. That's cool. But uh, really I quick. I want to be part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 47 and a half over under. I think this is another over. Oh, yeah, it might be. I mean, but. But that... you want the over so bad, especially in these types of games. Like, they just I, haven't I really been hitting. Over, though. That's the only, I think that's the only way I see this game going. Yeah. Maybe you just hammered the over. They still have both good games. enough defense. Like, honestly, I don't right. think. It seems like stop. the AFC games are always a shootout. Mm-hmm. That's what yes. I feel like. The NFC games Last are computers. always like these defensive, strategic, and then the AFC is like, who can score more touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is kind of yeah. like on brand that way now. Yeah. I, I feel like Kansas City always puts up a shit ton of points in Arrowhead, though. And then Joe Burrow is going to put up points. 
Yeah. For sure. It's going to be a close Chiefs game. Have, the Chiefs have struggled to cover at home this year, surprisingly. Like, I don't have it in front of me, but um, they surprisingly have struggled to cover the spread, especially when it's bigger, though. That's not as large as uh, the ones that they weren't covering. But they yeah. had a lot of really close games this year. They did. Yeah. And every time that they had, like, a massive spread, like, six six and a half and above they yeah. would never cover it so never like they didn't yeah. cover last That's week it. and i made yeah. the mistake of taking them eight and a half they didn't do it they were close but yeah. they didn't do it well jack you yeah. should be uh taking the chiefs so they can win the super bowl so you can say the colts beat the super bowl champs yeah true because they did beat the Indianapolis chiefs early in the colts beat the chiefs people you forget should. i don't want to see yeah. jackson do tiktoks though no i know we, like, oh, yeah but won't he i think i would take eli apple over Mahomes. true because we got that Family. one too okay so I don't know. I'm, I think I'm going to bet the Chiefs. Yeah. All right. All we know, though, the from our conversation is these are going to be – should be close or very good games, good matchups. Yeah. NFC, AFC yeah. doesn't have the Vikings in it. But that's okay. We live on. That's all yeah. right. Next year. And, or the Giants. Maybe. The always next year motto is just – Yeah. It's the best. We love it here. It sucks, right? Yeah. yeah. Always next season. Sure. Ours kind of died off, though, because we actually haven't been good for, like, a while. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, no one was ever saying next year. Like we were just like, okay, I, I hope we get five wins next year. Like five years, like three, four, five wins. Like, well, with Dable, you guys got such a bright future. I mean, he's definitely yeah. the guy. I mean, what, I don't think anyone expected this this year. No, so, I mean, no. they did not first have year. enough talent really to like, they had no business being in that game last weekend, but right. it's, you know, a testament to what their future is, which is cool. Well, yeah. What's, uh, what's the name of your, your betting show? Smallest talks balls. <laughs> love nice. the love the name. Uh, you can listen to that for her official picks. Yeah, but we uh, we laid Sweet. out some good evidence today. We planted the seed. We yeah. started. Hopefully, you know, we, we gave did. people good advice. But and now I don't have to do as much research. Like yeah. I talked it through the initial. Now I can get the numbers. You guys helped me very much, so this is good. Fo- Follow up question: Smallest talks balls. Does she talk puck though? Do you Smallest talk puck balls? Not a lot, honestly. I'm a Rangers fan, but I don't talk a lot of puck. That's fine. That's all right. We're in Minnesota, so like we always forget that everywhere else in the country, it's they're not as it's hard not about the hockey state of as hockey. us. We're the state of hockey. Yeah, so we're just yeah, we're naturally gonna. I you know I wanted to. It's I'm always in limbo once NFL ends, and then I kind of switch gears to like PGA more than anything. Oh yeah. Um, so that ends up being what takes over and distracts me from whatever nonsense will happen this off season. Yep. But getting into the puck line is fun though. Yeah. The, the over under puck have line. To, yeah. Did I'm you, gonna pick your brains about it. Did you at least get into the Eastern Conference Finals last year? Uh-uh. No, okay. The Rangers I'm so were in boring. There. I'm like a disappointment, right? No, I mean I watched I, a few. Yeah, I did. I watched some of it, but not. I didn't get to gamble on it, which isn't as fun. Yeah. No, but then again, once again, we're like Minnesotans are a different breed. So w- when people say they don't talk puck, we're very cordial about it. Mm-hmm. We get it. Yeah, I I I apologize for disappointing you guys a little bit. That's okay. No, we're. We're upset now too. Yep. Uh, we, we can't talk puck. We we're can't done. talk. You guys we're should. Done. You guys should be upset with me. I probably could have bullshitted a little bit with you, but I wanted to be quite. I just wanted to be honest. You could. You no, could have thrown okay. out like McDavid. You'd be like McDavid's good. That's all McDavid. you have to say, and we'll be like Shino's puck over an assist tonight. I would have. I would have regurgitated back basically what you said in some different form. Yeah. 
Well, we that, like the Rangers. We, yeah. we got Ryan Reeves from the Rangers, so we like the well, Rangers he's for a that. Fucking yes. man. Crazy yes. dude. Yeah. I love it. My mom is a huge Rangers fan, so she probably will be very disappointed if she watches this that I said that I don't talk puck. Yeah. You know what? That's a it's 2023. Everyone's doing the New Year's resolutions. That could be your goal. You'd be like, I want to I want to talk more puck. Talk a, talk a little puck. I'm going to. There you I'm go. I'm going to do a puck set segment this Look, week. I'll, I'll um put yes. some puck out. Look at that. We have two things for you to do now. You're going to get blocked by Brew. You're yes. going to talk puck. Yeah, talk, talk puck. puck. And it. also tell New York Rangers fans to pronounce Matt Zuccarello's name correctly. Yep. It's not okay. Zuccarella. It's Zuccarello. It's with an yeah. O. Oh, I've, I've heard some announcers. I've, I remember listening to a broadcast earlier this year and the last year and last year when the Wild were playing the Rangers. And this announcer kept saying Zuccarella. It's it's O. It's yeah. as an O in the name, so Does Zuccarello. That drive you crazy? A, l- a little bit. It drives me, cra- it drives me crazy when yeah. people announce names wrong. It's yeah. it, I, I, clearly. I think this guy just has a New York accent. Probably. I don't know who the color guy is. I forgot who it is. He's saying Zuccarella. I think he. That's just how he says it. He probably knows it's Maybe. with an O. But it's yeah. like, okay, bro. Like, just it's Zuccarello. Okay. Yeah. Bro. Enunciate. Yeah. Enunciate it, Zuccarello. Use your use your word. Yeah. It's clearly a trigger for Jake. It but, is. Yeah. Um, it is. It's okay. <laughs> going back to football, though, uh, you did tweet that the Vikings fans are worse than Eagles fans. Is that is that still true? Does that hold up? It, okay, it holds up for just that that last game because I was getting booed relentlessly at the last game, which was so funny. Um, but no, Vikings fans. I think on Twitter, if that's. Well, what? When did I tweet that? I was probably drunk and mad. <laughs> I was gonna. I was just thinking that. I'm like, I think you tweeted that. That sounds like a very drunken, like mad tweet. No. Like fuck um, Vikings fans. Yeah. Fuck like, these people. Got, it's their fault. I yeah. Got very irritated by something. My camera is going crazy right now. I'm trying to fix it quick. Um, I must have been irritated by something. No, Eagles fans are delusional. Like, and yeah. they have every right to be, which is almost annoying. Like, it's annoying that they're good. Yeah. Well, they eat horse shit. I mean, we bring that up all the time. <laughs> yep. I mean, so right there, like you can't, there's no debate. I will say though, I would not blame you if you say, or have, you know, tweet that out, especially if you're drunk. I do that as well um, about the Vikings. Um, but Vikings fans on Twitter are, are borderline stupid sometimes yeah. and, and just toxic. The yeah, Vi- I got a bunch of, I like saved a bunch of receipts, but then like, I kind of felt bad because I do, like I said, like I'm have like a weird soft spot for Vikings fans. So I didn't end up like going back and like favoriting and liking everything. Cause that's my move now is like, I just do receipts instead of like piling on and then I'll wait. And then I go back and I just like, like it just, so you know, I remember you said this and you were fucking wrong yep. and I was right. Um, so, but I didn't go back, but some of the messages I was getting, like the, the week of the game, I was like, guys, we just played Christmas Eve and it like was a close game. Like, I don't think everyone's saying you're going to blow. I don't think you're blowing us out by any means. Well, it was yeah. funny because the night before when the Niners beat the Seahawks, there were Vikings fans being like, well, looks like we're going to San Fran next week. I'm like, no, we're, I was we're, saying we're what? playing in Minneapolis against the Giants we, tomorrow. We have a wild card game. Yeah, yeah. there are people we know, our, our buddy Eli. Yeah. I just want to be on a play San Fran. I just want to try to get by San Fran. We haven't even played our wild card game yet. A <laughs> team, what the fuck are you talking against about? Against a team that we had to make a 61-yard field goal yes. to beat. It, where we have a horrendous defense, which we knew going into that game. Some people clearly didn't know that because they were like stunned that we lost. It sucked. But 
I was I was said this last week. I was at the bar before, kind of laughing, like we're gonna, we're going to lose this game. I said it under my breath, and only a couple people heard me say it. Yeah. But there's so many delusional people that just think we are going to blow them out in a wild card game, and we they're already looking forward to the next game. Yeah, it's where you. So you were getting shit on after the 61 yard field goal game winner on Christmas Eve. No, not Christmas Eve. Oh. This was after we won, which is all. Oh, yeah. Like, I get it. That sucks. Like, oh. I and I. Yeah, I felt bad. See, I, I'd never been. I never been about giving a fan like shit out of nowhere mm-hmm. if they beat us. Like, I went up to Giants fans yeah. after that. I talked to, you know, good luck in Philly next week. This is a good game. Now, if someone starts talking shit to me, which has happened before, it coincidentally, I've probably gotten more arguments with Vikings fans about Kirk Cousins more than <laughs> posing fans' teams. I think I've gotten more Vikings fans about Kirk Cousins than I'm my quarterback. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, keep, I don't think I talked about this last week, but after the game, yeah, I get, there was some because I was dressed in the Kirk apparel stuff or whatever, and and I was walking out of the stadium, and this guy in front of his kid, hey, Nice game, asshole. Like, <laughs> go go pray to your God wearing a Vikings jersey. And he has this four-year-old kid next to him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Literally. That's what I understand. Like, especially when there's, like, a kid there. First of all, just because someone's wearing a jersey, like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. you know, I, we, we need to calm down just slightly. Like, holy shit. Like, we played you're a bad yelling game. At a, you're yelling at a stranger. Yeah. And this was the same <laughs> fan. I mean, there were some Giants fans that were kind of, you know, doing some little, you know, little jabs and little burns, but it wasn't any, it was friendly. And then a Vikings fan was the one who gave me the worst fucking shit. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, well, I was so embarrassed. I was sitting next to, now I didn't know him, a Giants fan that he was so, I'm not, God, he's probably going to see this, but whatever. He was so annoying during that game. So obnoxious. At one point I was like, I'm begging you to sit down. Like, it's like too close of a game. You're doing the skull chant and like you're starting to piss me off. Like, <laughs> just sit down. Like, we're not talking shit right now. Like, there's nothing. Just watch the game for a little bit, please. Yeah. Some people, yeah. It, question though, did you participate in a trolling skull chant at any point? I did not. Not at Really? Time. That's surprising. I, I feel not. like as an away fan, that's kind of a rite of passage if you yeah. beat the Vikings. Is like, because like for a chant like the skull chant, it's so cool. But it also has the potential to be so funny when they when they fall flat on their face, which, which they did. I think it's I felt stupid. dirty doing it because I've been to that stadium like mm-hmm. wearing Viking stuff and done the skull chant like cheering for them. So yeah. it was like I felt wrong doing it as like, oh now like we're beating you. I'm not wearing Viking stuff, so let me mock you. Right. To, to me though, it looks like you're just being a Vikings fan. You're doing the skull chant. Right. You're a Vikings fan. I don't know. I, I get what people are yeah. trying to do, but like I think I would never do like an opposing team's bit, although I do go pack, go home, tell them to go home. That's but I don't, I don't though, flat out say but... go pack, go, which uh, the first game of the season, I forgot. There were some Vikings fans like go pack, go, like sarcastically saying it, but you're, you're chanting for the Packers. You are chanting their chant. Stop. You're doing their chant. So when I see the skull thing and they're going skull, I know you're mocking us, but you're saying skull and doing the action. You are, you're cheering. You're doing the Vikings chant. Like, you're supporting yeah. us. You're contributing. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, I do, don't understand that. Some of like the ways that these people go back about like shit talking or whatever you're trying to do, it just is not working. I will say the last couple of times now that I've, I last two playoff games I've now been to at US Bank Stadium, the wild card game this past, you know, a couple weeks ago, and then the Minneapolis Miracle game, I saw two different fan bases and two different teams do the mocking skull chant. 
and both teams proceeded to have bad luck after that. The Saints, I know, uh, uh, what was the coach? Sean Payton. Sean Payton. He was doing the skull chant. Players were doing the skull chant. Then the Minneapolis miracle happened. Yep. And then I saw a ton of Giants fans doing the skull chant, and they lost 38-7 to the next week. So I think the lesson yeah. is don't do the skull chant to mock the Vikings if you do beat them. Might yeah. be bad karma. I don't know. Yeah, it's bad juju. Bad juju. It is sure. because the Vikings lose. Yeah, and if you do that, you're going to lose too. You're doing the chant. You just cursed yourself. Like you're now a Viking. You yeah. played yeah. yourself. Your team are the Vikings? Yeah. Like, Your team became the Vikings. <laughs> you have become that guy. Yeah, we at like that point. It's kind of like a curse we put on other teams. Well, if we lose, you're going down with us. So we make that catchy enough that the other team does it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's, oh that's how it is. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, uh, really quick. Do you think? Just while we're on the Vikings-Giants, do you think the Vikings helped Danny Dimes get a contract extension? Did he get that? Not yet, no, but... Yeah. but, oh, like, but yeah. Do you think uh, it's going to be a contributor? I think he started picking things... Like, Christmas Eve game is when he started like putting it together and people were like actually really giving him respect. Um, I think he was game one regardless, because quarterback play is just so shitty across the league, and what people don't realize is... It, you're better off sticking with a guy like Daniel Jones, who is then like half of the guys right now that you could possibly go out and get. You're at least getting consistency. And now you have a coach that has, you know, knock on wood, hopefully fixed his turnover stuff. But yeah, the Vikings definitely that last, you know, to win a playoff game is huge for a team that has not won one in years. I said it last week. I took a I took a prop on Daniel Jones over because I knew he was going to go mm-hmm. off. After I saw him on Christmas Eve, I'm like, he's going to tear this defense apart mm-hmm. even worse this time around, and he did. He did, and it, totally expected. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one was. Well, not that we don't think Daniel Jones isn't a good quarterback in Minnesota. I think he's. I think he kind of gets a lot of the rep, kind of like a rep, Kirk Cousins in a way. Um, mm-hmm. But I just our defense sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I knew he was going to put up a lot of yeah. yards and it was going to be a close game. You know, so. Yeah, but I thought (sighs) Donatello's gone. Can't cover the spread. Donatello's out like two days later. It's incredible. God, that's other thing. I remember Vikings fans getting into a fight with me. I tweeted probably like, oh, God, like week four ish. I think I tweeted like Donatello has to go or this team is getting knocked out of the playoffs again. Like this this is what it's going to come down to. People were like, this is the defense's fault. Donatello's this defense is good. Your defense was not good. It was, yep. That was a problem throughout yeah. the season. So I, th- I think I think some people get into the argument that the players on our team, the the physical defensive players, and we have are good players. They're good athletes. We have like right. Daniel Hunter, Harrison Smith, Eric Hendricks. They're they're smart veteran players, but clearly the scheme was just horrible, and they weren't bought into it, or or they weren't figuring it out, and yeah. Ed Donatello didn't change anything. It was just awful. There were some bad... We did have some bad defensive but players. But it is hilarious too. because, like, you and plenty of other people knew knew that, like, early on, but there were so many Vikings fans Dude. who denied it yeah. the entire year. They're like, no, they're going to figure it out. Like, no. Never. And then even Ed Donatello himself, mm-hmm. before the Giants game, says... I think you're going to like what we're going to show on, on Saturday. And I, I said it. I'm like, this is not good. When, no. it, when yeah. someone resorts to saying this, that means that they're out of tricks and they're just going to – all they can do is talk, and that's it. I didn't have a good feeling about it. I uh, I thought they would st- have stopped them maybe one or two more times or figured out the the crossing the, the crossing slants a couple more times. But mm. I, I wasn't surprised we lost like that. I mean, that just – Oh my goodness! Our defense was literally like thirty second in the league in most categories. Yep, <laughs> just 
You can't do that. It can't be worse next year. Right. All you can do is go up from here. You're right. Unless they they, uh, get a couple more expansion teams in the NFL, and then we go down to 34. Yeah. Yeah, then you're down. Then we're down again. Not possible. That won't happen, though, of course, obviously. But uh, how was so? How was Philly? So you got to live on another week as a fan, and uh, you got you were at the mm-hmm. link. I think you were you were sitting really close to the field, right? Were you like row one? It was front row again. God yes. damn! I got very lucky to watch both playoff games. The second one was not as fun. Front row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give us give us the whole give us the whole story because, like I mentioned, I'm I'm curious what the experience is like in the link as yeah. an away fan. So I forgot my blue jacket accidentally, like who goes to Philly and forgets their jacket. I was in a rush there for whatever. So I had to buy a jacket. There was nothing that I could find that was resembled the Giants color. So I was wearing a black jacket. So I did not get as much shit as I think I would have because I heard a lot of Philly fans like just chanting like, <laughs> I mean, they were ridiculous, like telling people to go fuck themselves. Of and, course. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones needs to like jump off. Something. Like they were being crazy for yeah. sure. Um, there was one guy in the stadium that was dressed like Austin Powers and he was in my face like towards the end. And I'm like, you definitely need to leave. Like you need to, he jumped over because these guys next to me left. Actually, the Tish family was randomly sitting next to Damn. me. And they went up to the box. Uh, whatever but he was in my face chanting like time for your team to go home blah 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 whatever and then he called me the b word and that is where i was like we're gonna draw the line here yeah security already was on it um but he ended up apologizing but yeah i heard the you know way up where you know who knows what happens in that drunk area of the stadium my one friend that brought his little kid there that i know from twitter was like we had to leave like end of second quarter that's so bad going well that sucks too. It's you know, sad. you bring your little kid there. His kid's like three years old. I've known him on Twitter for a little bit, like just since I got started. And um, I missed him at the last game. And he goes to every game and he brings his three-year-old, like his little kid there. And he was like, Yeah, we couldn't make we couldn't sit through it. That's crazy, especially for the money you pay going to an NFL yeah. playoff game that you have to leave. But I'm not surprised. We're talking about the same stadium that has a fucking jail. I know. Because yeah. so many people are degenerates and get Philly arrested. Before I was going there, everyone's like, don't get assaulted. And I'm like, I can't believe the overwhelming like uh, like feeling about the link is your chances are very high to get assaulted. Like, yeah. Do you know how not casual that fucking is? Yeah. Like, I like my chances on Skid Row better than the link. <laughs> Seriously. Like, they used to have a court in there, too, like, or something crazy. Like, that's out of control but yeah they get they get rowdy i think i'm probably very lucky that i did not have my giants jacket on. yeah i think that's very oh, convenient man. you forgot your jacket like yeah. i think that yeah. might have actually saved your life in in some I, manner i yeah i think it did yeah you would have had the experience like the videos we saw in 2018 where vikings fans it literally looked like they were going down a red carpet surrounded by eagles fans just yelling stuff at them throwing trash at them as they're like walking into the stadium, I think this was before the game even happened. Like yeah. that's just hor- horrible. What are you I don't doing? Think it's I terrible. Because I was so far up that I think you kind of eliminate like maybe some of that. Like because if someone threw a beer on me, like I was ready. I had my hair up going into the game. I'm like, this is about to be the worst night of my life. Like, yeah, you I know, know we're losing. Like I know I'm either getting beer thrown on me. I don't know what I'm gonna get verbally assaulted, maybe physically assaulted at this point. So um, I definitely didn't have as bad of an experience, but I know people that did. So they're very passionate there. 
I yeah. love how, yeah, that's what we'll, well we call can, it. We can call it passionate. Yeah. Passionate. Yeah, let's call it passionate. That's uh, a more politically correct word, probably, to put it. Right, so. yeah. yeah. They have a lot of passion there at the link. Oh, jeez. So much passion, they assault you sometimes. Yeah. Did you guys see the video of, like, the Bengals fans there a couple weeks ago how, that are just getting pelted with snowballs? Really? I yeah. Did. Oh. That's insane. It was like. They're it, Bengals. It was like 30 snowballs a minute for two minutes straight. It was insanity. These people were just caked in snow. And there's nothing security can do because everyone's throwing them. Yeah, and there's snow all around. Can't kick out everybody. Yeah. Can't and just they melt the bought, snow. so the fans bought, they like beat the system because they weren't supposed to be able to tailgate. But what they did was they bought tickets to the lacrosse game that was there in the morning. So people were tailgating from like 8.30 in the morning till the freaking game. So do you know how obliterated all these people are? Oh, my too? God. And it was a night game. And it's Did, in Philly. What, what, why weren't they allowed to tailgate? Is it, is it some sort of anti-American deal like what happened at uh, SoFi? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, which was total crap. I think that maybe they just know how crazy it gets there and they don't start opening the gates till a little bit later. Yeah. I don't know. I always love the vid- the pictures of like city officials putting Crisco on the, the light poles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're going to have to do that this weekend because once they get to the NFC Championship, like win or lose, they riot. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> what that game is going to be like this weekend in an- another NFC Championship game. And Yeah. It was, <sighs> yeah. And going out after the game, like, it, yeah, people are passionate. It's like, I'm just going to say passionate from now on. Like, that's going to be my. Eagles fans are very passionate. Yeah, they're passionate. Yep, that's that's the appropriate way to mm-hmm. do it. I like passionate. it. But everyone knows everyone knows what you're what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. they're it's passionate. More of a fuck you kind of. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah you guys are passionate. Cool. That's the code word. That's how you want it. That's yep. how you want to address them in, in Philly too. They yep. won't know. Oh, you guys are passionate. You, you see the video of the the old woman, the Vikings fan, screaming in that guy's face. He's like, "Go birds!" Yeah, it's like, that's passion right there. That yeah. guy loves football. That guy He's must a, love football. A football guy, a family man, right yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> family man. Yep. Oh shit. Well, Jake, did you have any other questions? You know, I uh, I guess I don't. Uh, well, I, I do see the uh, you have the "You're Killing Me" Smalls uh like placard behind you there so yeah. I, I are you a base are you a baseball fan then like what team do you follow for for baseball baseball i am a yankees fan that comes from obviously my uh handle so smalls is not my real name but uh it kind of caught on now everyone says you're killing me smalls to me so it yankee looks, stadium yeah. has a, a very passionate vibe as yeah. well do you get into those antics passionate yeah it's fun okay that's good passion though yeah passion that's appropriate passion. Do the Mets have more passion than the Yankees, or do the Yankees have more passion? Okay, so I think the Mets have more passion, like probably Eagles passion, okay. but that's also coming from a biased uh, Yankees fan, I would say. I actually have never been to the Mets. I've never been to a Mets game. Okay. Yeah. Either way, they're in New York, and they both seem like they'd be absolutely yeah. electric. And if there's any telling... I mean, if there's anything telling from Frank the Tank from Barstool mm-hmm. on, you know, doesn't his sound like you're missing much about the Mets. That's probably encapsulates a lot of what the fans are out there, yeah. especially for oh, the yeah. Mets. It is also funny too that you're a Yankees fan because I think half your roster used to be like a Minnesota Twin at some point. So yeah. <laughs> it I, is we're basically I, like your minor league Minnesota, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. So it works. And then they win championships there, and we of course don't win anything. Well, it's one sport we have won championships at but not in our lifetimes nope nope 
One day. Three years One before day. I was conceived, we won the World Series. That's it. Wait, I'm, what? I'm rooting for you guys. 94. 91. 90. Oh, shit. It's we won a 91. Six. I was, I was not even. That's bad. I didn't even know. I wasn't even a thought. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to talk about it. Like, you just want to, you know, it happened. Just, you don't need to know how. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won a World Series. Yeah. I just remember it happened in the 90s twice. Well, 80, 87, 87 and 91. 91. So we won two World Series. That era. My, yeah. mom, my mom was 10. Your mom was 10 years old, Cam? Yeah. My mom was. <laughs> My mom told me she was, I don't know if she listens to this, but she told me she was at Game 7 of the 87 World Series and barely remembered it. Yeah, I don't blame her. She just remembers, I just remember the catcher was cute. Okay. Which was Tim Laudner or whatever his That's name fair. Was. Yeah. Yeah. But she had fun, though. She, ex- <laughs> she at least experienced a championship. Yep. I And my father did, too. I, no, never. Yet. Yeah. I got yes. the UND hockey yes. title. That's all I got. I think actually saying the word yet is very optimistic. I almost shouldn't even say that. Yeah, you got UND hockey title. Yeah, I got one. But there you go. That's, that's puck. UND, University of North Dakota puck. is good at puck. Puck is my 2023 uh, goal. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to be, yes, I'm going to talk puck. Love but, it. But the go for hockey, maybe they'll do something this year. We'll see. We're relying on them to do something. All right, yeah. well, uh, really quick. Stephanie, this has been a blast. Before we let you go, we got to hit you with our rapid fire questions. You're just 10 questions. Just hammer them as fast right. as you can. You ready? Cool. All right. Uh, you're on a deserted island for the rest of your life. You only get one choice of alcohol. What is it? Uh, watermelon high noons. Damn. Good choice. Specific, and those are really good. And those are, those are hydrating. There's water in them. Yeah. And vitamin C. Yeah. You live longer or something. Yeah. Something. Tropical. Yeah. yeah. Fruit. Fruit's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many fourth graders could you fend off in self-defense? I'm not very big. Oh my God. <laughs> Three. Three of them? Three of them Four. at the, what if, what if they were, what if they were Philadelphia fourth graders? Oh. <laughs> passionate <laughs> Eagles fan. Passionate fourth graders. <laughs> Half of a passionate Eagles fourth grader. <laughs> uh, okay. Name a first world problem bugging you at the moment. That's a good one. Crap. Oh my God. I don't have, what, what the hell is a first? Uh? You could say your team being eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sports. Sport, sports fans are like, my life sucks. My team's out of the playoffs. There's it's someone like, that can't eat. There are people starving. The world. Yeah. 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 Probably the giants not being able to win more than two playoff games. Yep. Well, that's too bad. We can't even win <laughs> yeah. any playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Well, would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandma? Oh, my God. That's horrible. Um, <laughs> a random baby. Okay. Oh, you're a terrible person. No, oh, I'm kidding. Horrible. <laughs> you're a passionate person. I yeah. love my grandma. <laughs> yeah. uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? No. Correct. Um, if you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to Edmonton, would you take it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You can see Puck there. Yeah. They got the Oilers. Yeah. The Oilers. Going, Connor... It's part of my 2023 Puck. Puck. Exactly. Connor McDavid. Yeah. Yep. He, yeah, McDavid mm-hmm. plays there. Uh, if your laptop could speak, what would it say? <laughs> you need to be quiet. Okay. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair. Uh, what's the worst fast food place? Popeyes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. A, that's a good answer. We hate Popeyes here, too. Yep. yep. Yeah. Same. Gross. Uh, if a movie is made about your life, who would play you? Oh, good one. These are good questions. They're tough. They're hard hitting. Um, 
Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. Yeah. I you de- you definitely look resemble. Look I can like see her. it. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, I, try- I went with more like it would probably have to be someone funnier than her, but yeah, yeah. the looks are there. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Uh, final one is uh, give us your strike three call. Like you're out. Yeah, like yeah. How would you say it? Every ump has a different way of saying it. How would you say it? Um, it'd probably just be like, get the fuck out. Yeah, hey. That works. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what they say, you know. Yeah, some of them do, especially if the batter's talking shit. Oh, God, I'm lucky I didn't have a couple beers. You guys put probably gotten something really uh, outrageous out of me before that one. Something very passionate. Yeah, something very yeah. passionate. Something very sports, <laughs> Pat. Yeah, see, like that. You could have got, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's being an ump. But remember... 2023, you gotta talk. You gotta talk a little more puck and get uh-huh. blocked by Tim Brewster. Yeah, yep. Brewster, I'm coming for you. For yeah, sure. Tim that's Brewster. great. That's yeah. awesome. Well, Smalls, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. It's yeah. been a blast talking talking football and and your experiences. Uh, any final thoughts coming from you, or where can people find you? No, nothing. This is great. You guys are a blast. I have followed along. I always love watching your guys' videos. So we'll have to do it again. Maybe we'll do some collab between the two of our shows at some point, but. Everyone can find me on Twitter at Steffi Smalls with three L's and all my work is with champions, Rob. Awesome, for sure. And let us know next time you're in Minnesota if you're yeah, if you're at a Vikings we'll have to game. Get together, I will buy you guys beers. Absolutely. Sounds fun. Hopefully it's hopefully it's not in a playoff game again because yeah. uh please yeah, yeah. I can't now Either, now now you have the track record. Either way, it won't be in Philly, so yeah. it'll be fine. No yeah. one's gonna die. We'll okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> it'll be good. All right. Well, yeah, thanks so much for joining us. This has been a blast. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. Welcome back to It's a Bit. That was an awesome interview with Steffi. We're going to close out the show with a very typical third segment on here we're going to do a draft of our favorite nhl jerseys of all time this can be past present reverse retro alternate nothing is off limits we're gonna do three rounds just because there's four of us uh but i'm sure this one's gonna get a lot of engagement and not in a good way seems like anytime people rank jerseys or put out, out an opinion on jerseys they get flooded with angry replies because I don't know, man. People are passionate, especially about their hockey sweaters. I don't know what it is, but um, I just have a feeling that no matter what we say here is is going to get disagreed with. So we'll all just well, agree to true. disagree. I just also want to say all I would say every other ranking or draft you've ever done, people just get pissed about it. It's like a lose lose situation to do drafts. Yeah, for sure. I'm saying this one's going to be worse. This is going to be the oh, worst yeah, of all. I'm going to tell you right now. Like there's I, a, yeah, I put out a tweet like basically apologizing in advance. And I had a shit ton of replies of jerseys I should put on my list. I don't have any of them on there, so I already know those people are going to hate me. Well, they, they they act like there's some sort of template or there's a there's a book like a bible on jersey rankings. You need to abide by that. No, it's a fucking opinion. Just just take it in. It's like music. It's it's conversate. Ar- it's arbitrary. Subjective. Yeah. yeah. So just just like art and right. What do they say? Uh, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. Some shit like that. Yep. 
Unless you're into like trap music, then then you're wrong. Yeah, that's that's yeah. The, that's Bill Guerin agrees. Yeah, exactly. EDM. I fucking yeah. hate EDM. What about I was like, that what about, song during the power play? Or yeah, whatever? Sandstorm is the best power play song of all time. He goes, okay, they got lucky on that one. Yeah, it's an exception. They got one right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one right out of the millions. All right, uh, Jake, I'll hand it over to you, and uh, you can just pick a random draft order, I suppose. Okay. With the first overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, Wag selects. I'm going to go with the Minnesota. This is, this is a homer pick. Minnesota North Stars, 1978, 1988. Um, it's, it's absolutely one of the most beautiful jerseys there are around. It's uh, I'm talking about. Sorry, I got. I have the image right here. It's the uh, all green. It's nice and crisp. Um, mm. It's just it's a, be- it's a beautiful thing to look at, and it's kind of what our reverse retro jerseys are based on. So I, I don't know how you could go anything else besides that jersey if you're from Minnesota. Yeah, that was my first pick. It's I, so crisp. I'm pretty sure you just ruin jake's day well I, I, and i could have chose the order i guess and that would have been my first J- jake's overall, like no it's fine i got 39 written down <laughs> i have nine right now you have nine that's Dude, that's not very I'm many seven. no but then again I wrote down more but i i i, I legitimately think that one was going to be the one that we all had somewhere mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. yeah well i was going to ask like where if you guys got that first overall pick like yes or no would you have chosen that same one yep. i have the same one yep i was gonna that yeah. would have been my pick i should have traded so up for all, it. yeah i think all of us would have had that, for that i think we would have had to fold the company if someone mm-hmm. had something else because yes. the internet would have burned us to the yeah, ground the minnesota-based people they would have burned us down. but then you know there's a few of those maybe people our age that didn't watch the north stars that would are saying why would you even put that jersey on your list right you know there's some of those there are, there are the there. there are like the north star haters who are like let's fucking move on it's been long enough it's so. still a good jersey great jersey all right dun 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 with the second overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, Bossman selects the New York Islanders Fisherman jersey, yep. uh, which mm-hmm. is their current well, reverse retro. And I think, I think for me, the reason I love it the most was because it was during the John Spano fraud era. If you've never seen the uh, the th- ESPN Thirty for Thirty, I think it's the Big Shot. It's about a guy who is basically like you and me, who uh, you know, very middle class dude who tricked his way into buying the New York Islanders for like a month and uh, basically frauded his way to being an NHL owner for an entire time. And I believe during his ownership, they switched to those jerseys. So that's like one of my favorite 30 for 30s. It just, I always just laugh at how easily someone was able to go through that intricate process and trick that many people into buying an NHL team. <laughs> so when they brought that back as the reverse retro, I'm like, I really like those jerseys now because that 30 for 30 is hilarious. It's definitely one of the best reverse retros too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that 30 for 30 because like they're like, Hey, can you pay for the team now? And you'll send them a check. It's supposed to be for like 5 million. will be for $500. Oh, sorry. I forgot. A few forgot zeros. a few like, zeros. Yeah. He would do that for months. Come was, on. It, was it John, John Spano Can't catch up to that? Yeah. It was John Spano. John Spano. The big shot. Watch it. It's it's one of the best 30 for 30s. Yeah, basically a regular middle class guy bought a NHL team and frauded his way through the entire process miraculously. That sounds like you just list like that's a start of a comedy movie trailer right there. Yeah, not that one I man. not that I think anyone who's in the position to buy an NHL team is listening to the show, but if you are, all these petty rules that exist is because of John Spano, so you can thank him. John Spano. Yeah, he's he's kind of a pioneer in a way. Yep, but not really. All right, ding ding do 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 ding ding. 
with the third overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, producer camp selects. Ooh, you're going last. Yeah. Uh, I am going to take the Hartford Whalers, the, mm. the green jersey. That It's just crisp. And to me, it like... For, like the Hartford Whalers remind me of like the Montreal Expos, like it didn't work out in that city, but their gear, or, like their concept, was beautiful. And I wish the Whalers were still around because that jersey is gorgeous. You Hart- still see Hartford Whalers, yeah. You still yeah. see a lot of people. Wearing oh yeah, jerseys. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I see a lot of people wear that hat. Too. Yep. yep. It's. I mean, crazy. Our, uh, Connecticut had an NHL team. Yeah, and our head coach fucking played six years there. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Dino. Dino, the Dean Evison, the Dean Meister. Yep. <laughs> yep. New that, nickname. That's, that's All right. Hold on. Can you, Can anyone? Uh, where did they move? The Hartford Whalers moved to. Oh shit! I just. Uh, they. Oh. Cook Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Yep. Damn it. They, they are now, they they are now the, the hurricane. Oh. Damn it. The hurricanes, which is kind of strange. You'd think they would stay in a northeast city, but money talks, I guess. Yep. But. All right. Ding 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 ding. With the fourth overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, I myself, JJ, select the California Golden Seals jerseys. They were a team from 1967 to 1976. I've seen these I, people still wear these jerseys, not as much as the Whalers, but the crisp Seals jerseys. I know they had some other logos, but the ones that say Seals across them, I think were just so cool, so crisp. I think either the Sharks or the Ducks. It's, it's the Sharks. Sharks yep. brought it back, kind of, because I think they did move to San Jose the California, they were in Oakland, um, and they folded, and I think they eventually, yeah, whatever. They, they do uh, they say it's, it's the Jones. same organization, yeah, but. but they 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 folded in 1976, and then you know, San Jose was established in '93. But those jerseys are so cool. But that's yeah, they're crisp. They're crisp as fuck, and you know, the owner of that team also owned the Oakland Athletics at the time as well, and he required both teams to always have either yellow shoes or yellow skates. That's crazy. You know, when you're a billionaire, you can control things like that. Yellow yeah, skates. Like, you know what? To be eccentric. Yeah. yeah, I like this color, and now it's your problem. Yep. Come on, we got to be different here. Yeah. We got to we got to stick out in this league. All right. Ding ding do do ding ding. With the fifth overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, Wag selects. No, it's you. Because it's a snake draft, isn't it? Oh, really? Yeah, We're do- Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, okay, yeah. my bad. All right, then it's back to me. Fantasy- no, yeah, you got to redo it. With the fifth overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, I myself, JJ, select the classic Detroit Red Wings jerseys. Damn it. Sniped me. Just the, the, you know, just the red, the red. I'm talking about like, well, I think, I, I think both red and white are awesome, but I do really like the white ones with the, with the red stripes, you know, around the bottom of the, near the bottom of the jersey, just the Red Wing logo, classic. They haven't changed it a whole lot throughout the years, and they're one of the OG teams in the Chell, so you can't go wrong. Those jerseys are are awesome. They're crisp and they're great. Yeah, love the color. They're scheme. iconic for sure. They are. It's it's like you see people wearing those jerseys that are not even necessarily Red Wings fans. That's that's when you know it's a good jersey. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, so then I'm going reverse order now, essentially. Yep, correct. Oh that's, goodness. Yep. All right. Oh, we put him in a mental dun, pretzel. Dun, 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 dun. With the sixth overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, producer Cam selects. I'm going to go with another original six team, another iconic jersey. It is the Toronto Maple Leafs, the blue jersey. Um, that's, 
the, you said it best with Detroit. It's just iconic. It's been there forever. And that logo just represents that city and that country more than probably any other logo in the, in, in the league. So, yeah, that's also a uh, signal of pain for a lot of people yeah, in Canada because they're, they're like the NHL Vikings. They are, even yeah. though they have won a championship, yeah. but it hasn't been in a long time and they're a Canadian team. It, they're so. like their level of pain though. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. Jersey now says milk on it because of their sponsor, mm-hmm. which is yep. hilarious. Cool. <laughs> Got milk. Sick. Everyone loves milk. Kirk loves milk. Yes, he does. All right. With the seventh overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft of all time, Bossman selects. Uh, You know, I'm going to get so much shit for this, but my brain is screaming at me to be myself, so I'm just going to say it. Uh, The Golden Knights' current home jersey. You know, that's not out of the room. It was on my list. I think think the problem is, like, people are going to say you had – all the jerseys of all time and you chose a current one like they don't know how to do jerseys i love it i think it's great and i think the reason why that jersey sticks with me is because we went to that game in vegas got to watch the golden knights play got to see the show they put on we've mentioned it i've mentioned it a hundred times on this podcast they know how to put on a show along with a hockey game and uh, when they have the gold buckets too those are very controversial i love those too i think i think it's a great logo i think that that gold is just it's perfect and uh, it's something really unique that hockey needed was uh, was kind of some flashier colors. So yeah, got to go with the Knights home jersey. Makes sense. It's not out of the realm. I, I people shouldn't be pissed at that. I think I, I like their their scheme and their uniforms. All right, ding 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 with the eighth overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft. Wag selects. With the Los Angeles Kings jerseys oh. from 1967 to 1980, oh. I uh, and they also brought it back from like 20 purple and yellow, right? Yep. Yeah, I just sent in yeah. a group chat. It's it's like a Shit. all base purple with a few yellow stripes and then like a crown yep. in the middle, and it's one of the cleanest, tightest jerseys around. Yep. And uh, I, it really sucks that they got rid of it again in 2014. I would love for that to still be their alternate today, or even their main. Jersey I think today. it's their. Awesome. Is it their reverse retro? Yeah, it is. It's great. It's, yeah, um, but yeah, it should be an alternate. It doesn't look the same though. It's it yeah. is a little different. I do prefer the ones that they were actually using like the eighties. But yeah, and then they brought it. I, I I could maybe technically still use it, but that was going to be my next pick. It was like they brought up, they brought back from like two thousand, two thousand four, the really authentic uh, purple LA Kings jerseys, and that was the one that yeah. they had in NHL two thousand five when I played that, and that, that would have been my next pick. That was literally my next pick. I don't think yeah. any it was NH- so nice. Does any NHL team have purple. No, really? no, and that's why it was so unique. It's unique. I was, I was torn between that one and my other pick. So yeah, no, I had I that. The... I had that one on my list too. Gotcha. I never even thought purple. You're right. There's barely any purple teams in the league. But no. I even There's... liked their. I even liked like their yellow ones too with the with the crown. I mean that yeah. that scheme yeah. was just so cool. Yeah, it's because we're Vikings fans. I maybe. I do also yeah. think though, like the the current black and black and gray is like so intimidating, makes them look like mm-hmm. villains. Yeah, exactly. So I get it, but the Kings just get it right. It makes Anze Kopitar yeah. look emo. It looks Kevin Fiala look like he went to the Empire. Do you, yeah, do you exactly. go up to him and be like, "You look grungy, you look grungy. dude"? It makes him look very grungy. That's dude. your pickup line, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> it is the pickup line. <laughs> All right. Dun 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 dun. With the ninth overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, we go back to Wags. Oh, this this is tough. I'm gonna go with Boston Bruins from '95 oh, to 2006. They're Pooh Bear jerseys. Yeah, I had oh, that yeah. one too. Yeah, it's uh, it's I don't know. I kind of like the cartoonish ones, but they had like a an image of a bear, literally just across the chest, like a gold jersey, and um, another one that's clean, tight, and it's just the picture of the bear is sick. There's again, there's nothing like that in the league. Mm-hmm. So I'm going yeah. with that. 
It's a very nice jersey, very nice uniform. All right. With the 10th overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, Bossman selects. You got the Washington Capitals from 1997 to 2000. So it was a, yep. it was a bald eagle mm-hmm. on a dark blue jersey with a ton of gold stars in it. And it, it was like the scheme of the stars and the eagle. It's badass jersey. I think, honestly, you could take any Capital. If, if you love America, you can take any of the Capitals jerseys and be like, I like that one. True. Pretty hard to fuck that up. So it's part of being um, a patriot. Yeah, specifically, no, I, specifically that jersey though. It's just such a different look from what the Capitals usually have. You know, it, there's no red in it, um, which now is kind of their predominant color. So yeah, it's unique. Those are cool. I, I feel like the Capitals more than most other teams have updated their jerseys a lot. They have like the same logo, but in like 400 different ways throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throughout the years. The Capitals get it. Every time you make a new jersey or you change it, you just get a ton of money. So they just bankroll off that every go. time. Yeah, because a shit ton of like a twin strategy. Yeah, a shit ton of the early OV highlights. You just see him in that in that classic, mm-hmm. and that just yeah. shows how long he's been around. But no, that's an awesome fucking jersey. All right, with the eleventh overall pick in the best NHL uniforms draft, producer Cam selects the fact that I got this in the third round is criminal. But from 1993 to 2006, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the nope. most, like you think of like cool hockey jerseys. That's the one that should come to your mind at the beginning. I think the only reason I didn't take that was just because how bad the Ducks are right now. I can't. Yeah, but that, and, that and Disney. I, I can't appreciate no, it. That jersey is yeah, unbelievable. I, no. I don't choose it because I just think like you can buy Mighty Ducks jerseys from the movie and it looks so much better than even the like, I know those are cool Anaheim Ducks jerseys and the cartoony and stuff but I think that the actual like the jerseys ones from the movies the movie are better yeah. than but the they Ducks, actually yeah, actually yeah get fucked Cam they have nah, the Ducks I disagree text. no no it was a cool scheme because I think they were unique though in the way that not just the logo but like the way they had the style of the of the color scheme yeah. and then the threading like it was like kind of diagonal yep. through the jersey well, it was kind of cool. like the purple and teal yeah like i like that together and the yeah. duck the duck is like an, an old hockey mask yeah, yeah. Old goalie mask That's right just super yeah, creative that, that is sick with which, a duck bill which yeah. which is stupid because they were obviously stuck with naming that team but i think they lost disney no longer bought the rights to the team or something is that why they just went to the ducks because now that's just a stupid yeah. name like the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, it makes sense. It's based off the movie, the Mighty Ducks. Now they're now they're like, oh, Disney's got rid of it, so you can't use the Mighty Ducks. Now, now they're just the Ducks. Now they're just Ducks. That makes no sense. In Anaheim, <laughs> makes sense if you're in a Midwest state or something. Do they something, have ducks but, in Anaheim? I would uh, imagine. I think it's there's the, o- it's the ocean, right? Yeah, or, Oregon ducks. They no. got ducks up there. Yeah, no, there's ducks in lakes and stuff. There's ducks up there, up but there, it's not Jake. known for ducks. <laughs> ducks are actually like the most random bird on the planet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, I don't now, see, now that we're well, talking about. Yeah, I know. Birds aren't real, so. I will, I will say if they had the option to name themselves just the Ducks, they wouldn't have did it. They're stuck with that name because they were the Mighty Ducks I, and it's a Disney deal. I almost think of like uh, the episode of It's Always Sunny when they do like a wrestling event and they're birds of war. Yeah. And like they're supposed to be like Mighty Eagles, but then they talk about like regurgitating their lunch and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> well, now we just sound like birds. Hmm. That's <laughs> That's what I think about now. It's yeah. like, you're just ducks. You're just ducks. You're not mighty anymore. You're not the you're, fighting ducks. You're... You just quack and take bread. I know. It is, it is strange. <laughs> I have thought about that. All right. <laughs> you just quack and take bread. Yeah. That was funny. You got to yeah. rip it up, though, into bite-sized pieces. <laughs> you're no longer mighty. And it's expired. Yeah. All right. With the final pick in the best NHL uniforms draft. I myself JJ select the Kansas City Scouts. I'm just joking. They were an NHL team for 2 years. Um I'm taking the OG Minnesota Wild green 
jerseys. And I know that could be controversial because we're drafting top three, but I, I just I just had to do it. Yeah, no, I had you, to do you, it. You got to do it. Nostalgia, the Homer bit, you know, the number Homer with the bit. jagged edges, and as my first hockey, one of my first jerseys ever was a Marion Gabrick jersey. So I gotta give a shout out to this, the green and the white ones were great too. But the green, just that screaming forest green, just scream Minnesota, and the red, and it was just unbelievable first, jersey. First of all, I just looked up Kansas City Scouts jerseys are sick. They are really cool. Probably should have went with that. Yeah, no, they're they're cool, but they just weren't a team very long and not very well known. So that would have just been. It yeah. makes me sad. Honestly, that... all those NHL teams that were teams between the 30s yeah. and the 50s that no longer exist, all of their jerseys are. Dude, match. I when I was when we were looking because some Jack, you shared that link that put it all in the perspective. Like you could see all the different teams. How many teams there were in the NHL? Be- between the times that you said, Zane, like 1930 and 1980, was just insane. How many teams just – there were like three different teams in St. Louis. Yep. There were like two or three different teams in Montreal that lasted like a year or two. There was a team in Cleveland, Cleveland Barons or something, who also had a decent jersey too, lasted for like f- three or four years. But it's crazy how what many about, teams didn't last. Oh, what Seattle's original team? Uh, they were the Metropolitans. And yeah, they, 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 had, they had a cool scheme. Yeah, it was, it was like brown and green or something. Uh, yeah, I red, or, I forgot. But it was like an M for Metropolitans, yeah. and it was like 1918. They were like the first, I think, American team to win the Stanley Cup yeah. or whatever they called yes, it Yes, those then. ones. Yeah. It was like yeah. a it's kind of like a soccer jersey, red, white, and green candy cane. Yeah, yeah. no, it looks cool. Christmas time, baby. They're cool. out of all sports, though. I feel like there really isn't a hockey is like I think the, some of the best you know jerseys around, like between all teams. Like, well, there isn't really a bad jersey. We, we talked about this on Sunday. Like football teams never change their schemes. Yeah, yeah. And even if they so as much as tweak a logo, they just get fucking someone freaks out. Yeah. In like, can you imagine if the Vikings did like you know they sometimes see that Vikings V around? Yeah, like, they tried see, that. I don't know if they tried that on a helmet ever, but I think people would freak the fuck out. Yeah, not on a helmet. No, fuck that. No, no. Maybe on like a jersey, kind of like a V, but I don't yeah. think that happen. Someone did. Someone on Twitter. Yeah, I love when people just play with logos and make like just alternatives and just throw them out there. Someone merged our logo with like I can't remember whose logo. Whether it's like the Twins logo, the Wild logo, and the Twins logo, and it was actually really sick. Yeah, it was like the North Star. It was a little more cartoony, but I don't know. It's always yeah. fun to see those. I've seen people make like uh, Vikings uniforms in Wild scheme and Wild yeah. colors, and yeah. it's w- weird, but it still looks kind of cool if they actually did that. But well, it wouldn't make sense if they did that. That's another draft, Jake. You, you gonna make you can make the graphic and yeah, we'll throw it out Friday and we'll get roasted in the fucking sun like anyone would when That'll they do be a draft, fun. specifically for <laughs> no. this topic. We could have done so. We could have drafted our favorite presidents, and it would have gotten yeah. less hate than this. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> That's so true. People are crazy about jerseys, especially hockey jerseys. People need to just calm down. This, it's an opinion. It's a draft. Let's have a conversation, not rip people. Let's have a conversation about cloth. Yeah. Let's have a conversation about thread um, and colors. Yep. <laughs> the important things. Yep. All right, well, that just about does it for another episode of It's a Bit, folks. Thanks, as always, for listening. Make sure to buy your tickets for the final Cup Snake, the last snake, the Minnesota Wild game on February 15th against the Colorado Avalanche. You can find the link in our pinned tweet. We'll also put it in the show notes of this episode, as well as our bio of Instagram and TikTok. Make sure to follow us on all socials, 10K Takes, and follow all of our other pages and podcasts. And finally, go to the website, 10ktakesmn.com. I've been getting back into the blog. I actually was going to do that as an honorable mention bit. I'm trying to blog again. I wrote a bit. I wrote a blog about Flurry versus Gustafsson. We need to stop arguing about it because it's true. So make sure to check out the website. 
But folks, that was another episode of It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. Thanks so much for supporting us as always, and we'll see you next week.